you gotta be so average? Just some average guys podcast. What's up, people? This is Diggy Metro, and I am here with Crispy. What's going on? It's Crispy. And uh, <laughs> this episode, we are going to talk to you guys about Cuba. So we recently went on vacation uh, because we, you know, we saw everybody was... Fucking vacation in very loose quotation marks. Yeah, vacation. <laughs> I'm doing it So right we now. thought. So we thought. So we, uh, we see everybody going to, you know, Cuba thinking, oh, it's all fucking peaches and cream. Wasn't that. And the thing is, like, we're both Cuban. Like, my mom is Cuban. Crispy's dad is Cuban. So our idea of Cuba has always been like this forbidden place, you know? And we always thought of it as a place that was like beautiful in its own way. And we've always wanted to experience it. So we booked this flight. And we should have known off bat. The whole trip cost us 500 bucks each, which that should fucking throw up red flags. But in our our stupid (laughs) brains, in our stupid brains, we're just thinking, you know, oh, it's a cheap trip. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, all right, you want to get into it? So, I mean, let's just, so first of all, we get, let's just say from the airport. We get picked up from the airport. We meet our handlers. <laughs> we meet Maria. Well, even before that, even before that. All right, so we hear that Cuba is very sexual in terms of the chicks there love Western guys, which if you guys are fucking stupid, Western just means Western civilization, uh, the U.S. being one, and... We hear that they love Western men, so we buy a huge box of condoms. Huge, ridiculous. Huge box, like <laughs> like the biggest box of condoms that they had at the store. We went to BJ's, bought that shit wholesale. <laughs> <laughs> we bought it in bulk. No, but we we buy this huge box of condoms because in our in our minds we're, we're just we're, piping the whole week. Right, right, right. We're like yeah. we have this idea that we're just gonna be fucking nonstop. Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah. So we book our Uber for like four a.m. Now, another thing that I hear before we leave for the country, though, is everybody's just telling me, bring condoms because there's a lot of prostitutes. And right, I'm just right, like, right. I'm just like, whatever. And like, let's, just, let's just preface the whole situation with that. So I'm just thinking, like, yeah, it's like, all right, you know, a prostitute fucking, like... Right, we're thinking, like, like... All right, I'll just brush her off. I'll we're thinking it's like the U.S. Like nice. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we're thinking it's like the U.S. in terms of prostitution, where there's like, yeah, there's prostitutes everywhere, but it's like you could kind of avoid prostitutes if you want to. You yeah. know, you just tell them, no, thank you. And so, all right, let's just start off with that. We book our Uber for 4 a.m. Fucking, I have not slept since uh, 7 that day. It's now 4 a.m. I, I chose not to sleep at all. Uh we get picked up by our Uber. We're on the George Washington Bridge. We realize that we left the big box of condoms at Christie's <laughs> house. So the condoms are no longer in our possession. Oh, God. That's it. No more condoms. So we're fucked right there. All right. Get Wait. to the airport. Oh, so people are going to kill us because it was a G-dub. What were we on? Because we were going to JFK. Yeah, it was a G-dub. Yeah, Originally? Route, route 80, route 80 takes you to the G-Dub, and then you take, right. like, fucking Bronx, whatever. Whatever the fuck, okay. Yeah, I don't know New York uh, like that. We don't that. know I don't New give York, a so. shit, I'm from Jersey, all right? <laughs> but, uh, Jersey pride. <laughs> but, so we get onto the GWB, and we realize that we forgot the condoms. That's already the first fucking dilemma. That's 30-something dollars on condoms, listen. 30 bucks, the big box, the big box. <laughs> Anytime you come to my house and you're in need, I got you on a condom. Yeah, now. so pretty much we have a lifetime supply of condoms. Yeah. I don't use condoms. Crispy doesn't use condoms. You're good until 2022. Guess who's using condoms now? Me, because I'm fucking, I'm part <laughs> I'm Jewish. <in> debt. <laughs> and, I, and I need to, to use what I invested in. So we, um, we're now at the airport. Uh, I'm a pack 
down in cigarettes uh, because I have anxiety when I take trips. I don't know why. It's like the week before and I just get very anxious. And I, I smoked a pack while we were waiting for our fucking in Uber tra- pretty in much. In transit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in transit, I smoked pretty much a pack. We, uh, we get to the airport. Everything's pretty smooth. You know, normal fuck shit. There's this guy um, in TSA, and he's just being super fucking annoying. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, If you have chocolate in your pockets, you will be here for a long time. If you are <laughs> doing a barbecue and you're bringing the meat in your bag, he literally you will like have a long time. Yeah. It was just fucking ridiculous. And all right, so I'm running on no sleep. Crispy has two hours of sleep, and this is how yeah. our night is fucking going so far. Um, it's TSA, so that's expected. It's fucking now we know it's JFK, so holy fuck, like it's worst. I fucking love leaving out of Newark. Now I know we were under the impression that uh, bars at airports don't close. Uh, Trash. Which we were sadly we wanted, mistaken. We were gonna get shitty for breakfast. Oh, uh, I wanted to get so shitty. I wanted to show up to Cuba and literally not know how to speak. English. I wanted to puke on the flight, <laughs> but it couldn't happen. So we. We go, we wind up going to fucking Buffalo Wild Wings at 6 (laughs) a.m. At 6 a.m. We go to Buffalo Wild Wings and we get, I I get a fucking Buffalo wrap. get some random chicken that I barely eat. And yeah, so that's, that's how our morning's going so far. We uh, get on our flight. Everything's smooth. Uh, We get to Cuba and it is the fucking hottest place I've ever been to in my life. I I would assume dripping sweat from my balls instantly. (laughs) I would assume that most deserts aren't as hot as Cuba. Most deserts. Most deserts. It was the hottest place I've ever been to in my life. Uh, From the rip, like you get off the plane and you could already feel the heat just fucking seeping into your skin. As soon as the plane opened, like it was like a fucking wave in the air, like yeah, like that's how hot it is. Yeah, it was so fucking hot, and uh, and so we get out of the. Airplane, we go to get our bags, get our bags, everything's smooth. Uh, we're thinking that, like, their customs is going to be, like, very, very, like... Uh, on us. Yeah, on our shit, very serious. They don't... Guys, they don't give a fuck. Like, all right, if you're going to Cuba, let me tell you, because when you go to Cuba, you have to go under certain stipulations. And there's, I believe, 12 categories you could go under. So there's, like, uh, religious a religious category. There's, like, a fucking educational category. We went for support the Cuban people. Um, and shout out my Cuban people and shout out the Cuban people. And when we went, like, we think that it's like a very serious thing. You got to do specific activities because if you don't like, they're going to fuck with you. Yeah. They make you pay guys. Take it from us. They don't give a fuck. They Nobody don't care. really cares. We didn't fill out. Doing. We didn't fill out half of our custom form. And I asked a lady for a pen and she's like, Oh, it's Okay. Yeah, we don't we don't care. We don't care about that. Yeah, I was like, oh, you don't care about the customs form. She's like, no, 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 we don't really care. So the customs form, bullshit, out of the trash. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. It's uh, it's all bullshit. They gave me a visa that, right? It was like a visa to like go into the country. Yes, I thought we had to bring it back to the airport. They didn't look at that. No, no, no they didn't care about the visa. So I'm Gucci. Pretty much, you just pay, you pay for shit. Like you pay for the visa, but in all reality, it doesn't matter. No one's gonna ask you about it. Uh, Cuba's very loosely run in terms of their, America their tourism. made us do this. They made right, us right. fill out papers that didn't matter once we got to the country. Yes. So now we get to their airport. We're walking through. We get our bags. We go through customs. Everything's straight. Um, 
we go to do the money exchange. Oh, first we meet our our uh, our handlers. Yeah, our handlers. <laughs> and they're two older. Uh, they're an older couple, uh, Maria and Hector. Very nice fucking people. Well, Hector was very nice. <laughs> Caught it. And um and yeah, so we go to exchange our money. Uh, I realize at the exchange that Bank of America has fucked me out of two hundred dollars. Hey, bank, you fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> they fucked me out of two hundred dollars. So the Bank of America. Th- th- Where's my money? <laughs> yeah, I called them. I actually called them and and uh. They said that they couldn't do anything over the phone or online. They, I have to go to the bank and I have to tell them my, my problems. And I forgot to do that today. You go there so. like, listen, it's just all weighing down on me. <laughs> They're like, no, not those problems. So, yeah, Bank of America fucked me out of $200. So I thought I went over there with a hefty amount of money. She was ripping on me the whole time. Like, you have so much more than you. You should have more. I'm like, ah, I'm, I'll be all right. Well, all right. So the budget over there is they say you can live like a king for like $100 a day, which is definitely true. You're living like a jackass for $100 a day, though. Like, when we spent $100 in a day, it was because we fucking got super drunk. Yeah, you're blowing money if you're spending $100 a day. Yeah, like you're, 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 you're literally acting like a it. fucking like, asshole. If we drank like normal human beings, we would have spent 20 30 bucks, 60 tops. 60 if you're, like, going nuts. Yeah, we went insane. Yeah, so like, we went way too hard. Like, we were buying bottles of alcohol. Guys, a full bottle of liquor there... Like, you can go to these Havana little Club. stands. Let's make it specific. Yeah, it's called Havana Club. It's their rum. No, we also got Crowley's whiskey. But <laughs> you can get this, like, a big bottle. Like, picture going to a liquor store and getting a bottle of alcohol. You can get a bottle of liquor there for $4. And I'm talking about a 750 yeah, milliliter. It's, it's a lot of alcohol. And it's 4 bucks. So it's three fifty CUC. Right. Which ended up translating to what? Probably, like, 2 Three, three something. Two dollars, three dollars, maybe. So yeah, so it's literally like a two to three dollar fucking bottle of. Right, liquor. and it's a full size bottle of alcohol, and so on top of on top of that, we're also spending money like assholes. Like we're buying bottles, we're drinking the whole bottle, and we're we're also spending money like assholes. But that's that's further into the future. That's we're just, still that's just money wise. We're so. still at the the currency conversion place. So I realized that fucking I'm now two hundred dollars short from what I thought I was going to be at. Whatever. Um, we hop in this person's car, our handlers. We hop in their car and immediately realize, immediately, we done fucked up. Holy fuck. So this is where this is where Dill finally realizes that Duolingo shit is just not going to work for him. Right, I'm it, sitting there. All of a sudden, I'm like, wow, this is uh, this is going to go too well. So w- if you've listened to our podcast in the past, me and Chris, we were doing this challenge of Duolingo where... Uh, we're essentially like we were both doing Duolingo. I was shitting on him. Uh, I fell off because, you know, I'm a stoner or whatever. Right, right, right. And I was shitting on him on the scoreboard. And uh, yeah, I recognized probably a week before the trip that Duolingo doesn't do anything for you. <laughs> like if you if you gave me a fucking Spanish quiz and wrote it out, I'd probably ace the fuck out of that right now. Like Senora Rind, my fucking high school Spanish teacher. She would be very proud of me right now. <laughs> but as far as actually communicating with people and talking to them in their language, it doesn't do shit for you. Hey, Duolingo, yeah. <clears throat> fuck you, bud. Hey, you fucked it. Hey, Once again. Thanks. <laughs> Stranded in the country now. <laughs> so, yeah, so we get there. We figure out, like, we don't really know much Spanish. Dill's now, like, he's just speaking English, more or less. To me and him, we're speaking English to each other when we first get there. 
And then I'm like, no, man. We have to speak Spanish. So we also recognize that Crispy knows a lot more Spanish this is, than, this than is both what, of us were aware of. This is where the Spanish turned on, and all of a sudden I turned into like, oh, I have no problem. But it made no sense to me. Like, I don't know how I, how I would be saying words. I'm like, where were these words all my life? Like, Crispy, it was dormant in me. Yeah, Crispy was basically like, you ever seen a movie where like someone doesn't know that they could fight really well? And like all of a sudden it all just comes to them. Like like they're like a secret agent, but they didn't know. <laughs> so like someone's like going to fist fight them and they're like throwing like karate moves and shit. And they're like looking at themselves like, what the fuck? Like I didn't know I could fight. All right. That's how Crispy is with Spanish. Like all no of a sudden idea. Spanish just started flowing out and he had no idea he could speak as fluently as he did. Facts. So Crispy soon became our translator throughout the trip. <laughs> I'm the translator, people. We're, this is hilarious. We're, we're driving in our... Basically, taxi, but it's really the people that we're staying with. We're driving in their car and we're just going through. Like, basically, if you see Cuba, you'd be fucking super. I mean, most of you probably wouldn't be surprised, but I was surprised at how broken down and like desolate the whole place looks. I, I felt, I mean, I'm, the drive wasn't that bad. No, the drive was bad. When we were driving, it was like driving through like. It looked like chicken farms on the side of the road, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. there was like. It, well, see, I've seen that before, and I feel like in like. Yeah, Mexico I feel or, like, like you see that in movies about Mexico, but like in the. No, shitty like even parts. even like Dominican Republic, like you driving from the airport to wherever. That's to true. Out, you know that's what I mean? Like, no, that's true. Thing. That's true. Like, but I guess I just didn't think Cuba would be like that. I felt that. I knew that was gonna be like that, but. I didn't think it was gonna be as like I always rag on DR and Puerto Rico. Yeah. But I never thought Cuba was gonna be as shitty as those places are outside of the resorts. Yeah, I mean, and it's... And here's the funny part. They're shittier. At least DR and Puerto Rico have resorts. Cuba yeah, does no not resort. have resorts. So so this is my thing too, right? So I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking I know what the country looks like. It's going to be like, you know, poor. But I'm just like, where we're staying, you know, we see the pictures on Airbnb. We're like, I'm like, yo, our spot though, man, top of the line shit. Yeah, we're thinking that our spot is like legit... The pictures on Airbnb are fucking phenomenal. It looks like this, like, fucking super tropic, like, getaway spot. It looks like it's in the cut, but it, it looks like you're, like, you have, like, really quick access to the beach, all that. So we're driving from the airport, and we're driving past all the monuments, and that's that's really cool to see. Uh, the lady who we're staying with, she's, like, telling us about everything. That's cool, too. Uh, we get to the apartment. And we're in the middle of the fucking slums. We are in the Jex. Like, the worst place. Like, if that was in America, I wouldn't go there. Yeah, if I, yeah, correct. Like, in I America, run, you wouldn't walk that. there. You just wouldn't. Like, you just, if you saw that spot, like. That's where you, you put, you, you're driving in the car and, like, your car, for some reason, didn't lock itself. Yeah, my car does that. But uh, that's when you, like, oh, shit, like, let me hit the locks real quick. Yeah, that's when you raise your windows, put the air conditioning on, and then lock your doors. I put on soothing music to get you home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's where we were, pretty much. Uh, all, for a week. We're yeah. going to be there for a week. Right, and we recognized this as we pulled up, and immediately our uh, Tropic getaway that we were thinking about <laughs> turned earlier into the fucking, turned into, like, holy shit, dude. Turned into the Blair Witch Project Yeah. Of Cuba. It, <laughs> <laughs> it, like we knew it was we were in for some shit pretty much like yeah, yeah. like we knew that it wasn't going to be what we thought it was so we go up to our room and f mind you it's fucking disgustingly hot still like like there's no spot of that island that's not hot if you're in the shade you're happy because it feels like 10 degrees cooler but it's still like 87 yeah if you're in the shade you might be in 95 degree weather <laughs> 
Just in the sun, the humidity is literally fucking unbearable. The humidity. Like multiple. There. If if you were if you were treating like America, you would have taken three showers in one day. Right, right. It was to the it was to the degree. Picture this: it's to the degree of hotness there that I got back and it was seventy one night, and I got a cold. That's how fucking hot it was there. I'm still recovering from this cold <laughs> that I got in seventy degree weather because Cuba was that fucking hot. But anyways, we get into this apartment, and in the Airbnb pictures, you see this view of the ocean. That winds up not being our balcony, but being the handler's balcony. Facts. So we don't even have access, really, to that. We do have access to it, but in order to get to it, you have to walk through their living room. And then speak to them. Yes. So, And we didn't want to do that. Our balcony was overlooking, if you are familiar with Jersey, it was overlooking Patterson. And if you are familiar with Baghdad, then it was also <laughs> overlooking Baghdad. And if you're familiar with Detroit, it was overlooking Detroit. Mm -hmm. So mix those. Run down buildings, all broken apart. No renovation has been done in this area and probably and we stayed in Vedado in case you guys are looking to book a trip. Don't stay there. Uh okay, yeah, run down run down neighborhood. I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's it's fucking horrible. Rundown neighborhood, broken buildings, uh, fucking just very, very poor. And I don't hate on poor people. I don't. But if I'm going on fucking vacation, I'm spending good money. I don't want to be. I didn't even spend, spend good, good money. money. I, I didn't even spend good money. That was some American shit right listen, there. Listen, listen. The money that we spent, we should have known right then. It's like, yo, right, this, right, right. This is too cheap. We spent, we spent exactly the money that we should have spent for that for place. That. <laughs> It made yeah. all the sense. Right. Once we got there, we understood why our trip cost us $500. So um, first day, we're like, all right, let's let's uh, put on some, let's shower, let's put on some fucking clothes, and let's go walk around the town. Let's go mix it up with the people. Right, right, right. So <laughs> we uh, we walk out of our Airbnb. We first person we see. Get into the street, and we see a guy who looks like he's a homeless man. We got, we got Jordani the pimp. That's how I, I dubbed him in the phone. Okay, Jordani the pimp walks us. He's like kind of our tour guide because we don't know shit. So like he's the first person we see. We're asking him where like the shit's popping. And uh, he's like just walking with us. And now he takes us into a fucking like gate that leads to like a house that looks like back when it was built. It was probably fucking the shit. But now it looks like a bomb fucking was thrown at it, it vigorously. It looks like a crack house now. Right, right, right. But like the structure of it, it was fucking beautiful. So The most beautiful crack house I've seen in my life. We go there with him for some reason. Immaculate. Got nothing from that. Then he takes us into an alleyway. He's trying to sell us Wi-Fi cards. Uh, I'm skeptical about it because this is... All right, so now if you don't know, which you don't know, I'm guessing, you have to buy Wi-Fi in Cuba. It doesn't last long. It lasts for an hour, and it counts down. And with that, you can't really do too much with the Wi-Fi. Yeah, the Wi-Fi, even if you buy the Wi-Fi for an hour, it still sucks dicks. The Wi-Fi there is not capable of, of handling any fucking app that you'd, you'd buy it. You buy it to set out, like, send out uh, text. It's yeah, you can much. send text, but you can't. Like, if you went like on you do Instagram. you do it with Wi-Fi. That's, only, that's the best thing to use that Wi-Fi for. I went on Instagram and tried to post, like, three posts. One post would go. Like, yeah, Snapchat does not work in Cuba at all. Right. So this guy is trying to sell us Wi-Fi cards. Uh, I'm looking at Crispy. I'm like, yo, like, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. this dude is obviously not the guy that we want to be chilling with. So we uh, 
we ask them where the everyone's telling us about Calle 23. We're asking everyone where that is. They're pointing us in that direction. As we're walking, we're sweating bullets because it's fucking disgustingly hot. Um, we, as we're looking around at people, we recognize that majority, if not every single person there, is poor. There's not like there's not people that are like dressed normally. It's like all knockoff Supreme, knockoff Gucci. It's the land of knockoff Supreme. It, yeah, it like looks like Canal Street. If Canal Street was an island. Yeah. Correct? 100%. Okay. We get to uh, Calle 23 and we see this restaurant called La Rampa. La Rampa, yes. We walk into La Rampa. It's very fucking nice, air conditioned. And uh, we sit down. Well, Crispy goes in first. I had to smoke another bogey because that's what I did in Cuba. At this point, have you, you already bought bogeys, right? At that point, I'm finishing my pack of, of oh, camels. from the States. Okay. So, yeah, I sit down. I sit down next to this dude, I, this guy, Pedro. Shout outs, Pedro. But uh, I sit next to this guy, and I, I pretty much have him explain to me, like, because I'll just sit down at the bar. He's sitting there. I'm like, yo, like, explain to me his Wi-Fi situation. He lets me use his phone. So off the strength of letting me use his phone, uh, I just was like, yo, we'll just buy you whatever the fuck you want. Because goes to tip him five bucks for using the Wi-Fi. Uh the Wi-Fi out there costs four dollars, and and that's expensive Wi-Fi. And mind you, five dollars of our money is twenty-five bucks of their money. Yeah, and also the Wi-Fi cards, if you bought them on the street, which we never ended up doing, was like two a, bucks. Yeah, like two bucks. So that's so pretty much because we was just trying to give this kid money for using his Wi-Fi because I had to do five shit. minutes for just five minutes. just enough. I just needed it. Like at first day, I was like, I'm just gonna send two texts, and you know, I'm alive. Right. I'm alive in in Cuba. Right, so we're appreciative. I didn't die at the airport. Exactly, actually. exactly. We're appreciative of this kid. We offer to buy him drinks because we're on vacation. He's just going on with normal life, so he doesn't want drinks. But we buy him anyway. We uh, as we're ordering drinks and food, we realize that everything is like cheap enough to the point where we could we could probably buy everyone in the restaurant a Shops. meal. <laughs> or shots and shots of and walk out and still have money like still have a good amount of money left mm -hmm. over so once we figure that out we're like to this kid like yo get whatever the fuck you want like you can get whatever food like we're buying him shots we're getting this kid fucked up like everything was all good kid was extremely appreciative like didn't ask for anything like he he didn't want us to buy him shit we just were doing it off the strength of that wi-fi card yeah and that was a bad experience because it left us with the impression that Cuban people were genuine and didn't want anything from us, which is completely the fucking opposite. Yeah, I mean, not not like overall, but yeah, like because still we still met good people and shit out there, but yeah, most of the people on the streets who are trying to like hustle you for shit, it's like. It's like the land of like the finesse gods. It's the it's the land of the finesse and the land of the. I'm gonna we'll get into it, but it's the land of something else, and we have to speak on that in a little bit. But <laughs> so, fucking this kid Pedro, he's like walking us around. I want this fucking. I want a fedora. I want a fedora really bad. He fucking takes us right to the spot where there's fedoras. I want a bottle of liquor. He takes us to the spot where there's bottles of liquor. Like the kid is just taking us everywhere. We fucking like. He's such a nice kid. 
And then he tells us, like, all right, guys, like, I got to go. We're like, all right, cool. We'll meet up with you tomorrow, whatever. Uh, me and Crispy go, and we're just walking the street, Calle uh, 23, which is that main street in Vedado. Um, we get stopped by, like, a vendor who tells us about this, like, rooftop joint. Yeah. And he's like, yo, there's mad bitches there. Fucking, it's popping. Like, you get a complimentary drink, like, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, all right, fuck it. Let's go. That complimentary drink was fucking trash. Boo-boo. It was the worst champagne I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it was terrible. So, yeah, we go to this rooftop joint. It's like people salsa dancing and shit. No bitches. Zero bitches. Like, it's like a fucking, like, like yo, my fucking grandma would have enjoyed this event. Like L- Loved it. She would have loved it. Oh, she would have fucking been so joyous. <laughs> but for me, for two grown men, it's not the spot you want to be. Yeah, we're thinking, like, when the guy said, like, there's a club, we're like, all right, so it's going to be, like, you know. Yeah, we're thinking a club. Like, you're going to go. It's, it was, like, we walked upstairs. We saw, like, uh, like the B team doing their routine before, like, fucking nationals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In front of a room full of people who were, like, didn't really give a fuck. Now, mind you, the girls, super hot. All of them. These Cuban women that were just dancing, super fucking hot. But it was just not the spot that we wanted to be at. Um, so, yeah, we dipped from there. And that's day one, right? That is day one in its entirety. Okay. Yeah, we go I, uh, and we in, went back to there, the apartment. We we had a bottle, so we went back. We were just fucking, I think we were sipping a bottle. We were sipping the beers in the room, and then we went to sleep yeah, at like in, fucking 8 In that PM. room, I got a box of cigars, and then Dill probably picked up cigarettes, I'm guessing. Yes. So now Dill is is now fucking Vogie Dill. Oh, and let me let me tell you guys, Bogues there are $1.50 a box. Yeah. A pack of 20 cigarettes is $1.50. Now, I if you have ever seen the video recordings of the Just Some Average Guys podcast or you just listen and know what the sound is, I smoke a vape all day long. All day long. All day long. I'm nonstop on this vape. I am fucking addicted to nicotine <laughs> like like, like no Pookie other. like Pookie was addicted to crack. <laughs> like I fucking enjoy smoking. I like nicotine, right? And I know it's addictive. It's not, it's nothing, it's nothing like, like, I know what it's doing to me. Uh-huh. I enjoy it. I like smoking nicotine. <laughs> Once we got, I said to myself, I'm not bringing a fucking vape there. I don't know if they have normal fucking plugs. I don't know if it, they need universal plugs. I don't want to fucking deal with it in the airport. I was like, fuck the vape. I don't want to deal with that. So I'm just going to smoke cigarettes on this trip. So getting over there and recognizing that. A pack of cigarettes is a dollar fifty to two bucks. Was the worst thing that I could have possibly realized. Yeah. At this uh, point, there's fucking. It's no holes bar. Yeah. I'm I'm smoking fucking cigarettes. <laughs> All right. Bill went balls to the wall with the cigarettes. Oh my god! Jesus it was pack after I, I didn't know he could pack. do that. I like. I was like, dude. Oh, I you knew good? I was like, capable. I just usually don't have the money for it. <laughs> If I smoked as many cigarettes like that as I did in Cuba in the U.S., I'd be broke within two weeks. Top. Easily. Easily. Yeah. It wouldn't even be a fucking question. I'd be broke. That I'd have was, no more money left over to buy food. That was wild. But yeah, so I buy a box of Cohibas. Dill has cigarettes. Day one ends. Right. Day one ends. So now, mid-day one, though, I tell fucking Pedro the next day, around two, to meet at the same spot. We're buying your drinks again, bud. Good fucking job. Exactly. Like, like you're such a great guy. We're going to buy you drinks again. So I don't know what else we did besides that during the day, right? Like, like, we slept, We went to sleep at like 8, 8 p.m. that night. 
No, no, no. Yeah. That's... Day one. Day one. Oh, day one. Day one. Yeah, okay, we okay, want okay. this to be like 8 p.m. I'm saying now day two. Okay, wait. day two, we tell Pedro to meet us at fucking 2 o'clock, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Uh, we just wake up. We have breakfast. Uh, our breakfast is like fucking like... It's like a fucking beautiful breakfast with like fucking... It has all the fixings. Everything that you'd want from a breakfast. Like we're like overlooking water. Oh, and and by the way, day day one, let me just backtrack. Day one, we are walking back to our hotel from that fucking rooftop joint and we see the fucking U.S. Embassy. And so we're like wasted at this point and we're just like chilling on like a monument pretty much. But we guess. We don't even know what it was. Yeah, and we're just like screaming and like fucking... Like, yeah, yeah, Cuba! <laughs> yeah, like just going ape shit, like, like just going nuts and fucking like a guard comes over and is like, yeah, like, you guys can't fucking be here. You, can't, you cannot be here at all. Like, oh, all right. Like, uh, I guess my, I'll just fucking my, move. My bad, bro. Like, like stupid. Just fucking super drunk. And that's where our day ended. We we just fucking checked out that monument. We fucking go. Yeah, yeah. All right, day two, we wake up. We have breakfast. Fucking beautiful breakfast. It's like fucking uh, espresso, uh, like cane sugar. Like like the purest sugar I've ever fucking seen oh, in my I life. It was it all so my delicious. <laughs> uh, great food. Everything's going uh, very great according to plan. Now where we're sitting though, right? This is now. I mean, we've already realized it day one, but this is full realization. We can't go into the water that we over overlooking. Where the water, <laughs> where it is, where we were, there is a wall, and past the wall is rocks. So if you jump on the rocks, you'd fuck your knee up. And if you were to jump into the water afterwards, apparently the water there is so fucking like the, the vigorous. Current, the current is so crazy that you just drown. You might drown very shortly, unless you're like literally fucking Phelps. Or Aquaman. Yeah, either one. So we we thought we had a beach two blocks away. There is no beach. Big wrong. Big wrong. Yeah. So, uh, all right, day two, we wake up. We And we're going to speed this along. I know fucking... We're just trying to... Bring you guys in as much as possible. Let's We're giving you the day by day, the play by play. Right, right, right. So, all right, day two, we wake up, uh, we eat breakfast. We're like, all right, let's let's just fucking chill. We'll take it easy until we go meet up with Pedro. Let's hit La Rampa. Let's get fucking drinks. Let's just chill for a little bit, and then we'll walk around. We'll come back to La Rampa. We'll meet up with Pedro. Fucking Pedro stood us up. Really fucking so prick. Dude, fucking what a prick. I'm trying to give you all this free fucking We're buying pizza, you your life. And you don't want to take it. What a pretentious asshole. <laughs> what a fucking dickhead. No, we look back on it. We were probably like, yeah, he he told us that the first day. He was like, yeah, I've never. He, I was like, uh, how many times have you been in this place? He's like, it's my first time. Yeah, La Rampa like, is like a rich person place. And to us, it's like we're literally spending fucking. To us, dollars. it's like it's like going into a bodega and asking for a sandwich. Yeah. To them, it's like that's like the, the dopest spot on the street. Right, right, right. To them, it's like going into fucking Nobu. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Pedro stands us up. Sad, sad day. Super sad. We we go. chill. We get drunk a little bit. Oh no, this is this is when we start day day two. We really got to to it. Yeah, we hit the bottle heavy that whole day. Day two. Oh yeah, we pick up a bottle. We go back. Fucking Havana Club, the the clear one. Especial, uh, bitch. No, we got the, the Tres Años and yeah, shit. Yeah, no, we didn't even get that. We got the Tres Años, but, like, the fucking one they don't even, like, Yeah, yeah, the, the bootleg Tres yeah, we, Años. Yeah, <laughs> we got the, the white, like, label one, not the yellow one. We got the Tres Anos. Yeah. <laughs> like, it didn't have the... What's it called? <laughs> fucking, it's not called Ampersand. What's that thing called? Uh, 
I don't even know. I didn't talk about that. The end yes squiggly, shit. <laughs> yeah, a little squiggly over the fucking end. It didn't have that. It was At just all. Anos. Anos. Yeah, so we get that. We go back to the fucking room, and we're just pounding it. And in the room is the um, is our handler's son, Alejandro, who speaks English. So he... But he's in chill often. He's, he's fucking really there. Yeah, yeah. He's not there often at all. Like, he comes when he wants to, and when he wants to come, we're not there. Yeah. So he's there, and he's telling us about all, like, the dope spots, and he tells us about this place called La Fabrica de Arte, which is fucking amazing. But, all right, so we take a fucking power nap. We fucking wake up. We're like, all right, let's fucking pregame. Let's go to this fucking La Fabrica de Arte, and let's see how this, this goes. Uh now, when he's explaining La Fabrica, he explains it as a factory that was basically uh, gutted and turned into, like, an art gallery, as well as a club, and each, bar. Yeah, each level has different bar and different fucking uh, situation going on. So, so we're that, thinking, like, this place is fucking insane, which it ended up turning into, but yeah, we're, yeah, like, we're I, like, yo, we're down. Like, that's, that sounds like the best thing we've heard so far. Like, right, right. And... And so, we, yeah, we get we get drunk in the pregame. We fucking head over to this spot. We know that fucking it's like five minutes away. We get to this spot. They have one of the dopest ideas that I have ever seen. And this is just from a business standpoint. When you walk in, they give you a card. And on this card, you just give it to the bartender. And every drink you get, they just write on the card. And why that's dope for business is that when people get fucked up, they don't recognize how much they're spending. It's like giving when you actually give your credit card away to like when they're like, you want me to like run a tab and you just go, yeah, that's always right. the worst thing. It's like running a tab, but worse because even when you run a tab, you know that money is being spent because you're giving a form of money. This is just you're giving a paper card that they're just writing on. So you fucking give them this card and they write down the price. And you get it back, and then you're like, yeah, fuck it. Like, let's just keep fucking doing our thing. At this spot, La Fabrica de Arte, there's bitches everywhere. It's ridiculous. The whole place is fucking beautiful. This place looks like a Williamsburg, Brooklyn place if they knew how to do it right. Like, if Williamsburg was more popping, it would be La Fabrica de Arte in, in Cuba. 100%. It's there's a theater room. There's a live music room. There's a fucking club room. It's there's, an art gallery, so there's art everywhere. There's art everywhere. There's like, fucking... There's random pictures can be taken. There's two restaurants. There's a stand that gives out the fucking best croquetas of all time. $5. That's a, that's pricey out there. No, no that... Oh, no. It was no, like two. They were, they were $150, bro. Oh, shit. It was $350. Right, no, run it back. One, $175. Yeah. It was $350 for yeah, two, yeah. two orders. Retarded. Nuts. Uh, guys, drinks there. Just... I want to give you guys an accurate description of uh, of Cuba because I want you guys to, if you decide to go there, which I don't know. After after this, you're going to be a little fucking, eh, I don't know if I should go. It's, it's your fucking choice. But, bring, bring somebody who speaks Spanish well. Right. But drinks there, guys, are, even at the clubs, a beer is two bucks. A mixed drink is two bucks. There's no difference. It's, it's the fucking most... Cost efficient place that you will go to, I think. I've never been to an island that's that that cheap. Yeah, that yeah. Cheap. I, yeah, it was because even if you go to DR or go to you Puerto get mojitos Rico, all day long, to max you're paying is 350 maybe. 
Right. And yeah, mojitos, at like, like the most expensive, little... like tourist spot, a uh, mojito would be three dollars and fifty. Yeah, like, but like, everywhere else, it's like two bucks, and that, it translates to less because like two CUC translates to less. So you're spending like less than two dollars, and you're drinking either a pretty decent percentage beer or like you're getting shitty on like some rum. Right. If you're not a drinker and you don't know what like drink prices are, a beer in America, if you go to like a dive bar, you might pay three bucks for a beer. But if you go to like a regular spot, you're paying like six, five, seven, six dollars. Yeah. You get an IPA, seven, eight dollars. Right, right, right. It's expensive. In the city, it's four more dollars. All beers everything. there, two bucks. Yeah. If you go to a spot and you get mixed drinks like a mojito or you get fucking uh, their drink is a Cuba Libre. It's just fucking rum and coke with a lime. If you get that, you're spending eight dollars, mm-hmm. seven dollars at like a nice spot. Over there, here. it's three dollars. Yeah. Two dollars. Like depends on where you go, obviously. But if you're like at like a fucking little cheap spot, it's three bucks, two bucks. Uh, if you're at an expensive spot, three fifty. Like. There's no real difference in prices in Cuba. It just flows. There's just liquid, like liquids and liquor everywhere. Liquid. 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 <laughs> so, all right. So, La Fabrica de Arte, um, first day is success, but we're walking around and we're seeing all these girls. And as we're talking to them, we're recognizing uh, this weird situation. It's is a recurring down. thing. It's very it's awkward. It's a recurring thing. Every girl seems to be a prostitute. It's, it was so foreign to me. It was so weird because I, I spoke to one girl and then I spoke to another and uh, both were prostitutes. And then, um, yeah, so we didn't pay it any mind. We're just thinking, wow, it's a coincidence. There's fucking two prostitutes at the same spot right now. It's whatever. It's popping. I guess prostitutes come here. Chill. So La Fabrica closes at 2 a.m., but even though Cuba is a fucking dictatorship, I know for a fact they have after-hour spots, and I will not allow us to go home. Oh, and I wound up spending $20 all in all at La Fabrica. That's yeah. all the drinks. And I'm buying crispy drinks. He's buying me drinks. I spent 20 bucks. All right. Fucking leave La Fabrica. Say to the fucking taxi driver, hey, where's the after-hour spot? He's like, oh, the after-hour spot? He's like, which one? Like I don't know which one, one the guy. closest one, right. So he takes us to the fucking after-hour spot. Before that, I ask him, hey, man, is there Coke here? He says, in Cuba? No. In Cuba, Coke is impossible. Okay. Noted. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Kay. Thanks for ruining that guy. <laughs> so we go to uh, the after-hour spot, a place called Mio y Tuyo. Mio y tuyo, right? Mine and yours. Mine and yours. Mio y tuyo. Uh, I recognize after the taxi pulls off that I can't get in because I'm wearing a fucking tank top. Fucking. As soon as he realizes this, some guy comes from out the fucking shadows. Out of the blue, this guy just, he's like, hey, bud. Hey. Like that creepy dude. I got what that you just, need. Yeah, yeah. The, cre- the creepy, I got what you need, dude, like comes out and he's like, he's like, you need a shirt? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I, uh. He sells me a fucking a shirt that's way too small on me. He sells him a small shirt, but what, what I like about that story is on the way to get the shirt. So this dude then walks over to a car that has a very fat gentleman sitting in the passenger seat. Dude's passed out. He tells him to move his leg from underneath the guy's legs. There is uh, like a grocery bag and inside of the grocery bags are shirts. Just shirts. Just a bunch of shirts. Just a bunch of shirts. And they'll proceed to then pay for one to put it on. 
fifteen dollars in a in a country where everything costs nothing. Fifteen dollars is a lot of fucking money to pay for a fucking shirt. I fucking get the shirt. It's too small. I'm fucking trying to. I'm trying to style it out. I'm trying to make it work. We get into the club, and the club is popping. At first, it's not. No, when we got in, it was it was kind of dead. But well, we it, was, in it was 2 a.m. and it's a fucking after hour spot that's open until 6 a.m. So you could assume that within the next fucking hour or two, it's going to start packing out, which it did. And at this point, we realize we've drank way too much. Or at drank least, not, at least way I have. too much. Way too much. And I'm drinking waters. Crispy is refusing to drink water. I am drinking all the Cristal on the entire island. Cristal is like Cuban beer. That's their Budweiser. Right. So I am... I am I might as well have had a fucking like a funnel like attached to my fucking head because that's where I was at this night. He's nonstop. At one point, I asked him to buy us both a water. He walks away, comes back with two beers. So that's the kind of night it was. Yeah. And as as we're at the spot, there's a lot of bitches, but all the bitches look a certain way. Oh, like it's funny. prostitutes. Oh, that's what it was. So we uh we meet this kid who the. Tattoos are weird in Cuba because tattoos, I feel like people have them, but everyone there kind of like goes nuts over them. Like I noticed every person that saw my tattoos was like, yo man, like, can I see them? Like, let me check them out. And there, it's like a talking piece over there. So I see a kid at the bar and, uh, he's like, and mind you, this club that we're in, there is no other American people in there. No. It's literally a Cuban bar. Like, it's for Cuban people. It's not for us. But we went there to fucking support the Cuban people. We were going to get it fucking done. So we're supporting the Cuban fucking people. Yeah, take that off the checklist, America. (laughs) So this kid at the bar, he's like, he's like, oh, nice tattoos, man. I got some, too. And he's, like, showing me his tattoos. And he's like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, Nueva Jersey. He's like, oh, I'm from Union City. So I'm like, oh, dope, dope. He's originally from Cuba, but he's from Union City now. You know, so we're chilling with him and uh, and yeah, he's just telling us the breakdown. Now, we haven't really talked to anyone about the chicks on the island. We've just kind of been trying to like work our way into like talking to girls. So we're like buying girls drinks and we're fucking just dancing with chicks and we don't realize the lay of the land. Um, Osmani, shouts out to you. Yeah, he then, the god Osmani. The god Osmani. He then points us in the direction of, no, dude, all the girls here are prostitutes. And you could pay anybody for sex. Right. He says to me, which one do you like here? There's a fucking, there's this darker chick behind me dancing and she has the fucking fatty, the fatty. So I'm like, all right, what about that chick? He's like, yeah, dude, that's a prostitute. I'm like, all right, cool. Point to another chick. What about that chick? He's like, yeah, man, every girl here is a prostitute. I was like, what? Because we... Didn't realize that there could be a fucking full island of prostitutes. But it's insane. If, it's insane. If you want the rundown on Cuba, Cuba is a full island of prostitutes. There is nothing but prostitutes. There's not a single normal chick there. All the regular girls work regular jobs. And then after that, they go home because they're poor. For the most part, what I got from it. Right, right, they right. They go home and they don't prostitute themselves because they have a job. But other than that, if you're just a girl on the street, you're probably a prostitute. Every, yeah. You can, all right, you can see... The fucking baddest chick you've ever seen in your lifetime walk past you. and uh, Which I did multiple times. Right. And 
that girl will charge you 80? Uh, yeah, I guess. Like 80 bucks to fuck. But no girl is is out of bounds. Every chick there. I don't do chicks have boyfriends there? I don't know. That's something I thought at some point too. I was like, because they're all down to fuck for money. Yeah, like, are their boyfriends cool with it? Maybe because they need money too. Ah, man, I guess maybe. I have no That's idea. Fucked. But yeah, but we recognize that from the club. Uh, club's closing. We wind up. We're fucking wasted. We wind up taking a taxi back uh, with a prostitute. With a prostitute. Because we had no intentions on fucking. She just happened to live close to where we so were. So we staying. said, "Fuck it, we got you." So we take this girl back, and we're. First off, I hop out the fucking car and homie that fucking at, that gave me the shirt asks for the shirt back after I just gave him $15. I was like, are you fucking shitting me? Bill bought 65 shirts that night with that 15 bucks and he can't, he couldn't keep not a single one. So yeah. So pretty much that was a rental shirt. Yeah. He rented it for, for the four hours. So I give him the shirt back. We're fucking walking with a prostitute now. Uh, through a fucking slums. This is day two, people. Yeah, we're we're walking <laughs> with a prostitute through the slums. It's fucking six thirty in the morning. It's super early. Like the sun is now out. The prostitute is like looking both ways and shit. The She's vision- like telling us like, hey, like if we get caught, like the cops are gonna fuck with you guys. Like, so we're like standing there like, well. Where do you live? And she's like, oh, no, no, it's all the way down there. Obviously, prostitutes don't, like, just give you their fucking address. So she's like, yo, I'm straight. Like, you guys could just go. We're being gentlemen's to a prostitute. We're trying to walk a prostitute to her door. Dill, Dill wanted to walk her. I would have left her right there. All right. My, <laughs> my thing is. I was way too drunk to be doing any walking. This chick point. was a very, like, small, like, skinny yeah, chick. Girl, and yeah. I'm not the type of person that lets any woman just walk home at fucking that time. I feel that. I just won't. I'm not. I understand do that. that. But and then also, when I, once I understood who she was. In she was also night. a lady of the night. She's and, a lady of the night. And, 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 <laughs> and listen, and she was. She had no problem walking home. She's a night crawler. And she's <laughs> a fucking a man eater. And I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't just let her walk home. I she got the, let her walk she home. got the freest of rides from us that day. Right, right. She already got a free fucking ride close to her, her home. We should have just let her fucking walk. But anyway, so then that's day two. That is day two. Day three. We're now. It's now Monday. I am hungover as fuck. When we walk in at 6 a.m., we tell Alejandro, listen, no necesitas a desayuno. See? And he's like, all right, dude, whatever. Which means we don't need breakfast in the morning. Correct. Um. Because it was the morning. And he goes, what, in like three hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We told him we don't need breakfast in the morning. And he was like, dude, it's the morning. We're like, yep, we're going to sleep. Correct. So, I'm, I'm clearly not able to fucking eat that. So I think we wake up around 12, 1. Something like that. All right. We go and get food. Uh, food there is, again, very fucking cheap. We get two fucking like pork steak dinners and two beers and a pack of bogues. For like $10. Eight dollars. Yeah. Two steak dinners with rice and beans, two beers, and a pack of bogues. Eight dollars. I just wanted to repeat that so you guys fucking understand. That's eight dollars. That's HCUC to be precise. That's really seven thirty-seven USD. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Now, on this day though, we realize eating outside midday. It Terrible is idea. The worst idea. It's fucking super hot. There's flies everywhere. It's you, disgusting. You were you need a third arm to swat flies the entire time. 
or I'm gonna next time I go to Cuba, I'm paying a nigga. I have to, a third arm. Hey, there it is. Next time I go to Cuba, I'm paying a nigga to come with me so he could just literally swap the flies when I eat outside. We probably could have just paid someone in Cuba to swap the flies as we ate. Yeah, it would have been some real baller shit. Yeah, that would have been ridiculous. On the, the worst street to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have just looked like assholes and probably yeah, yeah. got robbed or stabbed. 100%. Afterward. Um, okay, so day three, we chill all day, right? We chill all day. Right. And then we go out at night. Okay, nighttime now. We we probably I think in the room we were sipping a little bit. We're we're a little bit tipsy but not fucked up. We go to this restaurant. We go to La Rampa again and fucking it's chill. We eat our dinner. We're like asking about clubs. This lady tells us, "Oh, there's a club upstairs. It's fucking popping." We go upstairs. It's not We go popping. upstairs. There's not a single person in the club. And the club's open. There's no person in there. So we're like, "Oh, fuck her." Yeah. We go downstairs. Lying bitch. You dumb bitch. <laughs> Alejandra, I hate you. I don't know if that's her name. That wasn't her name. That wasn't her name. We uh, so we we go down and we're like walking uh, Calle 23 because that's again that's the fucking popping spot in Vedado. So we're walking and we're looking for a club. Uh, some dude randomly, this guy Miguel, fucking Miguel, and this guy wound up being like the boogeyman. Listen, this is this is the Satan of the Chupacabra is literally Miguel. It's Miguel. So, we found it out. So a fucking six six black. Boxer. Boxer. Fucking runs up to us and he's like, yo, like, I like your tattoos, man. Again, that's like a big thing in Cuba. Yo, I really like your tattoos, man. Fucking, you got Japanese tattoos. I have Japanese tattoos, blah, blah, blah. Let's fucking bond. We're walking. We see this fucking super hot bitch. She looks like a fucking, like, she looks like fucking J-Lo's sister. She fucking walks by and fucking he is like super disgusting to her. Find out she's a prostitute as well. Fucking, he's like, yo, this club is like the spot to be. We got to go there. We go to that club with him. Fucking walk in. There is no one there. Crispy pays for the dude's entry. We're now, I'm paying for drinks. We're fucking just sitting in a fucking, at a table in a fucking empty club. At this point, we're supporting the Cuban people. Once again, we're paying for you to get into places. We're getting you drunk. And we're wasting time. Right. Fuckers. As we get into that club, there's a table full of chicks that are obviously Cuban, but look like they're from fucking Haiti. And one fat Cuban chick that looks like she's Dominican. One looked like she was from Jurassic Park. Let's not fucking (laughs) spot out Haitians. All right. (laughs) So this fat Dominican looking one walks over to me and she says, uh, I want a drink. And I know what she said, but I'm acting like I don't know what she said. <laughs> now Dill is going to just Dylan. I've this got, is Dylan I, Peter. I've gone into <laughs> yeah, I've gone into full fucking Excuse me, miss. White person <laughs> from America. I don't understand what you're saying mode. No entienda, see? Right. So this chick is like, oh, I want drink. She kept saying it. Finally, I get to the point where I'm like, Yo entiende, pero yo no quiero pagar. Un cerveza de tu. I don't want to buy you a fucking drink. I get you. I understand. I hear you knocking. I'm not buying you a drink. <laughs> he wasn't about to buy you a drink. I wasn't buying this bitch a drink. Sorry, like, ma. Like, yo, I don't know what the fuck she was thinking. Yo, sometimes, all right, there's, there's this fucking, I don't get it, but like, yo, I wouldn't walk up to a fucking straight 10 at a bar just because I know on a fucking good day, I might be a fucking eight. Most of the time, I'm, like, sitting at, like, a seven. I'll give myself a seven. 
I wouldn't walk up to like a super, like I wouldn't walk up to a chick that's way fucking hotter than me just off the strength of I know where I, where I stand. This chick was so fucking gross that I don't know why the fuck she thought like I was the dude. It was bold. I like her move. It was bold by her and I fucking, I do appreciate a bold bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it was fucking, it was too much. It was too much and I had to finally fucking break out the Spanish, the fucking broken Spanish that's fucking awful. Thanks Duolingo. Uh, I had to break it out and let her know I'm not buying you a fucking drink. So she gets the deal. Now there's a hot, there's like a hot hooker. Uh, a hot hooker. At a different table. We'll call them HHs. Yeah. <laughs> hot hooker? Yeah. Word. So there's there's a hot hooker sitting at this other table. Now we know every chick's a hooker. Like we're, we're fully fucking aware. Like it's like, it's not even at the point where we're still kind of naive to it. Like, oh, maybe there's still some normal. No, every chick's a hooker. She so, look good. She's a hooker. Right. So this chick walks over and she's like, no, I go outside to smoke a cigarette. She fucking comes outside because she knows the deal. An American just walked outside. That guy has money. Let me ask him for a bogey. Let me fucking engage a conversation. I'm probably going to fuck him later and I'm probably going to get money from him. So she, uh, she comes outside. We're smoking the cigarette. We're talking, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we wound up going inside and now that's my chick. I don't know how it happened. I was just trying to be nice and engage in conversation. I offered her a cigarette, but I didn't want a hooker. It was now Dylan took her for the night. Yeah, now that's my girl. She like, was just she she came back in, started chilling with us. At this point, while Dylan's outside with smoking the cigarette, I'm sitting inside, and Miguel, aka the boogeyman, he says to me, "What kind of girls you like?" I said, "Listen, I'm not trying to pay for any girls, so you know that's it." He's like, "No, come on, what kind do you like though?" I'm like, "I like white girls or whatever, right?" Because I'm thinking, you know, he's gonna, racist. He's gonna yeah, right. He's gonna wild. I was like, I'm thinking he's gonna bring me, you know, obviously some Cuban like light chick, which he does. He so Dill's outside, the three of them come in more or less around the same time. Now it's Miguel, the girl that Miguel brought for me, who's literally the baddest. Dill. Dude, this chick, this chick, I was so tight because now I'm stuck with this fucking one hooker who's like hot in a room full of like regular bitches. But like if you're in a room full of like just straight bad bitches, like she's not the first one you go to. Okay. So... Miguel brings back Crispy, this fucking, this like short, first off, if you know me, I'm fucking six foot two, six three, but I really like short chicks. Like, that's my shit. I love short chicks with fat asses. Always have. Fucking, this guy brings back Crispy, this fucking short, light skinned broad with a fucking donkey on her. Coolo. Donkey on her. The donkeyest. Oh my God. Like, yeah. it's just a fucking fatty on her. And, and now that's Crispy's chick for the night. Fuck it. Which I don't want to pay for. Because I'm like, no oh, one I'm wants to pay. I, all I said was that, like, white chicks, all of a sudden, he brings me literally one of the baddest, like, white Cuban chicks I've ever seen. <laughs> baddest <before>. whites. <laughs> baddest, one of the baddest whites I've ever seen. Guys, as disgusting as we might come off on this podcast most of the time, and as fucking, as, uh, I don't give a fuck attitude-ish as we might come off, I do draw the line at fucking prostitutes. I'm just not down for it. My idea is I could just wait out the seven days and just go back to America and try my luck with a chick who is not a prostitute. So I don't want a prostitute this night or any other night. So this story is not going to end with us going home and fucking prostitutes. Just letting you know ahead of time. We, but we really thought about it. We did think about it for a little because bit. Because Talia, we goddamn. Of fucked up and that bitch Talia was bad. <laughs> so now, all right, we go outside. We're all smoking cigarettes together. And, uh, and here it happens. And dude, Miguel is like... 
yo, like pretty much like, yo, I run shit around here. We're like, oh, word. Where's the coke? <laughs> like, where is the blow? Because I was told that cocaine is impossible to retrieve in Cuba. And he's like, coke's impossible. No, it's not. I got that shit right here. I got you. We can go get some right now. So he's 17 like, a gram. And he's like, he goes, speak English because no one around here can understand what you're saying if you speak English. So we're like, all right, cool. He goes, it's 17 a gram. So we're like, what? 17 a fucking gram? Give, Give me, me a kilo. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an eight ball. What's up? <laughs> no, so we're like, all right, let's, let's get a fucking a little Grammy whammy. And, a little Grammy bamber. And let's fucking have a good night and shit. This club sucks dicks. Trying to turn this into the Grammy family with, yeah, our new yeah, friend with, me, with our new friend Miguel, who's not our friend. Right. Let's turn this night fucking upside down. Let's have a fucking great time. <laughs> so the guy goes, all right, one of you guys wait here with the chicks. One of you guys come with me. Come with me. So I go with I go now with the six foot six boxer and Dill is now with two prostitutes and at this point another guy named another Alex. Random guy who just came out of fucking nowhere. Who who is Miguel's homie from the they knew each other. Right, right, right. Which means that they just probably deal drugs and pimp bitches together. So, yeah, of course. So, so so Dill's chilling in the spot. I am now on the uh I'm I'm on the hunt. And mind you, as we brought out, I think I think we were like, after the first two days, we were like, yo, you barely spend money here. Let's only bring out 50 bucks because we don't need $100. Yeah. Why the fuck do we need $100? We don't need $100 fucking dollars. I don't need any money of money. <laughs> yeah. So we only brought out 50 bucks this day because we fucking just assumed that- We were just going to go back home like type because we were like still kind of like hungover as shit. Right, right, right. We were like, this day is not for shit. Let's <clears throat> come back tomorrow and we'll fucking get it popping. So we are- uh, So Crispy goes and- Go ahead. So I go, I go to fucking- I go outside with Miguel. He fucking takes a piss on the street somewhere. And then he's like, all right, let's hop in a taxi. We hop in the taxi. You know, he's still my friend at this point. Oh, we're, we're besties. All right, this is a fun little trip. He takes me to what was close to Old Havana, which is really nice. But now I understand that the side streets of Old Havana also are fucking slumdog millionaire. So, you know, we get into fucking the side street type shit. Uh, as soon as we get out the car, he tells me. Now I'm walking up with him, right? He, like, walks into, like, literally the dungeon. Like, I walk partially in with him. I'm thinking to myself, where the fuck am I? Like, I should not have came on this trip solo, but whatever. He, he fucking, he gets his fucking bag from literally, like, the most black gremlin I've ever seen in my life. This dude is, like, he's just, like, chilling in the cut, like, just serving fucking, fucking grab bags. My prayer. <laughs> oh my precious C-U-C Oh foreigner So they just fucking So so little man and fucking big ass Miguel Jukes the fuck out of me So now Miguel is telling me that it costs 70 I tell him bro I don't even got that on me So because, because he asked us to speak English It was actually a very fucking smart tactic By Miguel and I'm going to explain this to you guys Because you might be a little bit slower But Miguel asked us to speak English Because he has broken English And when he said 17 he knew he said 17, but in his head, he goes, I'm going to flip it and say that I said 70 later. Because I don't speak English so well. <coughs> right. I think I think Miguel might teach at like a fucking, like, <laughs> he teaches overseas and shit. We don't even know. Multiple languages. So Miguel. He's, tri he's trilingual. Right. So Miguel uh, and Crispy get back to the club and I'm just chilling there with the prostitutes. Now I have spent so much fucking money I'm because I'm buying shit. everyone drinks. And now I've spent, and even though drinks are cheap, when you're buying fucking eight people drinks, it fucking gets expensive. So now 
I have now spent all my money, and I'm assuming Crispy has at least 20 bucks left. He's going to buy this Grammy Whammy, I and walk, we're going to get it fucking poppy whoppy. I, <laughs> I walk in. I have $0 left on my He has $0. So Crispy comes up to me. He's like, yo, man, you got like a 50 or something? Feels like, I thought you had money. I was, like, I was like, a 50? Like, it's $17, bud. Like, we don't need a 50. Like, what are you talking about? And he breaks the fucking news that it's actually 70. And so now I'm in a fucking uh, a hostage nego uh, negotiation, pretty much, I feel yeah. like, where I'm like, listen, bud, we're going to go get you money. Mind you, I'm a big dude, but this guy is bigger and he's a boxer. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but boxers know how to punch people a certain way that can knock them out in seconds. And also... I am a street fighter. I know how to knock people out. By luck. Like, if I knock you out, it's because I just, I luckily hit you in the right spot. I'm not a fucking, I'm not a trained fucking puncher. All right? This guy is. Yeah. So, Miguel was 70 bouts deep <coughs> from what he told us. Yeah. He, he's been in 70 boxing matches. I have been in maybe 20 fights in my life, but none of them were boxing matches. Yeah. So, you know, we're with him. It's hostage negotiation time. Dill's getting me out of the fucking buying here. So, Dill's like, all right, I'm going to run back to the room. Right. And the guy, the guy is like noticeably mad. So, I'm like... I'm telling him, like, yo, listen, I'm going to go get the money. He's like, he's like, kind of like looking at me like, nah, you can't leave, dog. Like, like I know what you're going to do. You're just going to fucking leave. I was like, yo, even if I didn't want the blow, I'm still going to come back because my homie's here. And I can't just dip and fucking not come back with the money because regardless, my homie's here. Yeah. And so we have four more days at least. Right, right, right. You can lose me on the last like, day. I can't, I can't just leave you on the fucking third day. Third day. What are, what are you going to do by yourself? Right, right. So I run back to the fucking apartment. I was, we had been walking to this street for so many days at this point, three, that we thought it was a lot closer. It wasn't close at all. I'm fucking, I, in a time where you, you're like stressed and you know you need to do something quickly, you recognize how far you are from something. <laughs> and I recognized that we were about a mile from our fucking <laughs> our apartment. And so I run back to the apartment. I get the money. Fucking, they're looking at me crazy at the apartment because I'm, like, rushing and I'm fucking sweating like bullets. And I just look like I'm about to buy blow. So now I run back to the place and I'm fucking sweating bullets. The prostitute's like, what happened? Why are you so sweaty? She's like, and I'm like, I'm fucking sucio. I'm disgusting. Get away from me. She fucking kisses me on my forehead like, it's okay, baby, like type shit. Right? I give the guy the 50. The guy's like, he's like, uh. Oh, my, my friend, like, thanks so much, man. Like, I knew you'd pull through type shit. Fucking me and Crispy go outside. We smoke a bogey because now we're fucking both in, like, we're both distraught. And we're like, yo, let's, like, get the, get fuck, the fuck out, out of here. here. Like, this place sucks dicks. Now, now, in the meantime, while Dill is fucking, like, risking his life to now go, you know, help me in our fucking act of, you know, yay buying, I am, uh... I'm just grinding on two prostitutes this entire time. Crispy's having the time his fucking life. Dill is literally like running through the streets of Cuba, lost, looking for any type of like, where's the 50 CUC? And I am, yeah, I'm just grinding on two prostitutes, fucking chilling. Yeah, getting his dick grabbed by them. Like, they're, he's having a fucking joyous time. I'm yeah, fucking, was, I'm, I'm literally running with the idea in my head that like, if I don't get back at a certain time, I don't know what these dudes are going to try to do. You know what <laughs> Meanwhile, I mean? yo, at this point too, I don't know where, where Miguel is. Alex is somewhere else. It's just me and two girls in the place. I'm like, I'm like I could, at that point, I literally could have just walked out and just be like, all right, we don't have to worry about this shit. Dill gets some money though. He gets back. I come back. He, I'm like, yo, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, it's over. I'm not going to pay these girls for anything. Like, you know, so. So we, we think that the girls are kind of down with us. 
on not on some like they're gonna leave with us but we're like hey like have a great night like you know th- sorry things didn't work out but like we're gonna get the fuck out of here they fucking tattletale pretty much they like run inside and get the big fucking black boxer dude and they're like hey like these dudes are like dipping and shit so like we're already like halfway up the block and shit <laughs> yeah I, I put on the fucking the fucking heelys i was going upwards <laughs> on heelys because i was like we need to get the fuck out of here like, so fuck miguel yeah, so we're already halfway up the block. Miguel comes running up the block, like, on some, like, my friends, my friends type shit. Fucking gets up to us, <clears throat> and he's like, hey, like, you guys need to pay them for their time and shit. Now, Crispy is like, hey, Crispy, like, finally I can see Crispy has just had enough. I'm over it. I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, dude, we're, we're not doing this anymore. So I just tell him in Spanish pretty much like, yo, I'm... <clears throat> and for me to say this to somebody this big was was wild. It was brave, but I had it had to be done. So I'm like, we need the fuck out of it. I'm like, yo, I bought you and your fucking friends drinks. I just paid extra for some fucking blow that you told me was fucking cheap. I'm like, I'm not gonna pay these girls for their time. We didn't fuck them. I'm out. We fucking leave. Right, and we get out of there. So, oh, and in the beginning of the night, the dude Miguel had asked if I boxed as well, and. Crispy told him, like, nah, he doesn't box, but he, he has gotten into a lot of fights he could fight, but he's not a boxer. At first, I thought he was just asking because he was a boxer. After the night, and I had thought about <clears> everything, <throat> I realized that the whole time he was just trying to size both of us up. Yeah. He was just trying to figure out, can you guys fight? Because if you're not boxers... I'm duffing I'm, both of you. I'm taking Right, right, right. I could probably just rob both of you. Yeah. And that's pretty much where, where <clears throat> that whole situation was going and shit. So... Now, the, the only good thing that came out of that night is, all right, dude, like, all right, it sucks that, that this whole situation happened, but at least we have some fucking blow. It's time for the slopes. Let's get to business. Right. So we get back to the apartment. I brought my goggles. <laughs> we get back to the apartment. We're fucking choppy whoppy. We're fucking, <laughs> we're ready for this shit. We're like Chef Ramsay out here. Right, right, right. We're, we're getting everything fucking down and dirty. We're fucking, we're, we're chopping this shit up. We're fucking packing it. We're, we look like professional well, coke doers. We look like every scene in Scarface. Right, uh, right, right. I, I, I went about the hundred to make it spe- like a special, a hundred USD too. Like, yeah. USD. So out there, bro, wild CUC, right? We're like, yo, let's get this done. Right. Fucking, let's get it, baby. It's Cuba, Cuba 2018. Ow! So we chop this up. We get lines drawn out. <laughs> <laughs> we, get, we put out the schematics. <laughs> And we start fucking <laughs> blowing these fucking rails. All of them. Every single one. And I go outside for a cigarette and come back inside and Crispy is fast asleep. <laughs> I am knocked the fuck out. So I wake him up and I'm like, yo, like, what's the deal? Like, and he's like, yo, let's just like, well, let's keep doing some lines. <laughs> I was like, no, bud, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. You're sleeping. We just did four lines. There's no possibility that that is cocaine if we just did four lines each and you are now sleeping. Yeah, I would have been off that raw. And I as I was smoking the cigarette. The wall, talking about, Maria, clean this. <laughs> and I, <laughs> as we were smoking this, as I was smoking the cigarette and Chris was sleeping, I was looking at the sky and I'm just like, I don't know if I just haven't done coke in a while, but I remember <laughs> coke being a lot better than this. That's all I was thinking. Yeah, it wasn't blow. It just wasn't. So we put up like a fucking 
We put at least <laughs> a, a fucking half gram of that motherfucking that raw baby powder up our nose that night. Yeah, pretty much. And, and then we, we just like, knocked out. And at first we were like really hopeful, so we thought it was working. You know, it had the placebo effect where I was like, "Yeah, dude, I'm fucking gumming right now." Because <laughs> <laughs> like, we rubbed it on his gums, he's like, "I go, I'm like, ooh, was that raw?" He goes, he goes, "Yeah, it was like numb for a second. I'm like, "No, no, no, it wasn't numb for a second. Like I, that's all I'm thinking. I'm like, it's not numb for a second. Like there's no fucking way. Like that shit will numb your whole fucking mouth." Yeah, and it did. The good, the good shit will numb your mouth when you sniff it. Like, that's that's the good shit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we got fucking, pretty much, we got robbed. We got, yo, so that was our night when everybody hit up Dylan and was like, yo, did you guys really get robbed? We got robbed that night. I mean, it we was lit- robbed in, in a fucking, a manner of we paid for some shit that wasn't what we wanted. We were robbed of time. We were robbed of our dignity. Dignity. That's more the or biggest, less what we were robbed. One. Yeah, that was what we were robbed for, more or less. I was, ro- I was robbed of my trust in all Cuban people. Right, at this point, so, like, the next morning we wake up, I, I don't even think Crispy woke up for breakfast the next morning. I think he was, like, depressed. I cried all, all morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he didn't wake up for breakfast. I went for breakfast, and, uh, oh, my God, I really recognize that I don't know how to speak Spanish when I'm fucking sitting there for breakfast, and the lady is trying to speak Spanish to me, and I can't fucking speak a lick. <laughs> I couldn't explain nothing to her. She's like, what do you do for a living? See, guys, I understand Spanish. I just can't speak it, which is, like, a real fucking issue because it's kind of like being fucking a mute yeah. in a way. Like, I hear you, but I can't reciprocate at all. I'm so, just throwing up gang signs, figuring out. If right, right, right. So, like, she's, like, asking what I do. I'm, like, pointing to a record player. I'm, like, sell. I sell these. And she's, like, <laughs> oh, no idea. She, she has no, no idea. fucking clue. She asked me literally the next day or something. Yeah, she had no idea what I was saying. She's, like, shaking her head, yeah. She's, like, yeah, like... No idea. Records. So, right, right. She's like, yeah, I love records too. Like, I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. All right, so fucking, what do we do on, uh, that day we go to the beach, right? Where's my phone at? That day, no, 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 no. We wake up that day and we are super distraught about life. We don't do anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We said, <laughs> we said to ourselves, you know what? We, we, went we spent too hard. way more money than we thought we'd spend last night. We got fucking ripped on, on some fucking fake blow. That was baby powder, and we were snorting it. We had probably, at that um, day three, we were already a little above half the money we had, tr- like, fucking exchanged, I think. Right, right, right. So, like, like the first like, three days, we were like, <clears throat> we're like, yeah, we got to just chill. Yeah, we spazzed out. So, we're like, all right, it's time <coughs> to fucking relax. Let's just fucking, we go and get a bottle, which is, again, $4, and we come back to the room, and we just chill and drink the yeah. bottle and beers. In silence. Right. And, and we were depressed. I think we threw on a Joe Budden podcast because we were so like sad that we, we needed like, we, need, cheer shit. we need something to make us smile. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the that, good old days. <laughs> so that's that's that day, and we're like, all right, you know, and this is Tuesday uh, at this time. Fucking go to sleep early, whatever. We wake up the next day, and uh, we're like, yeah, tomorrow will be a, a better day. You know? Yeah. We were just like, let's just put this in the past type shit. So everybody's out now, like I said earlier, right? And the next day we wake up and, you know, like I said earlier, we have fucking, there's all this water next to us we can't jump in. So finally we're like, yo, we got to hit the beach. Like we spent the whole day yesterday fucking in fear of the boogeyman and his people. We're like, yo, we got to hit the beach. Like that shit costs nothing. So we take a taxi over to the beach. And by taxi, I mean some nigga who backed up by the embassy and almost got a ticket because he was just a regular person giving people rides. Right. In Cuba, if you are standing on the side of the highway and you look like a tourist ready for a ride, any person will just stop their car and be like, 
yeah, 20 bucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in. So we, we cop a ride from some random dude. He has, like, a little kid in the car. Like, not even a little kid. The kid's, like, fucking 15. Just randomly drops him off somewhere. Then, like, we're just riding with this dude. and uh, Yeah, I thought they were a family. And then I realized later on that they kind of knew each other, but they were all getting rides from Yeah, I think they're all just taxi. Like, yeah. it's, like, a fake taxi, but, like, it's kind of like Uber. But if Uber had no, like, if, if Uber was just people all. randomly picking people up. In fucking cars from the 70s. Right, right, right. So we, uh, we get dropped off at the beach. Beach is fucking beautiful. Uh, water is fucking crystal clear. Guys, Cuba is a beautiful fucking place in certain sections. Yeah. The beach there, all the beaches, because we went to like the, we kept on saying while we were there, like, I don't want to do the tourist shit. I want to go to the places that the Cuban people go to. So we went to Playa de Este and Playa de Este is like a very, it's like a low key beach. It's closer to where we were staying, but Water's beautiful. Yo, you could walk out, like, I feel like I was out, like, 100 yards into the water, and I was still standing. Fucking gorgeous. But then I fucking, earlier in the day, as we're about to leave to the beach, I tell Crispy, yo, no homo, throw some fucking, some fucking sunscreen on my back, which isn't even gay because it's a fucking spray can, and all you had to do was spray it. I don't do that shit. Crispy is one of those, like... <laughs> Like, everything is fucking gay. Like, I don't, I don't say like the no homo shit like ever. Like, but he yo, just like, won't do anything that he thinks is remotely button. gay. Like, he just won't fucking do it. And I'm, I'm the type where I don't really care because I know I'm not gay. So if you need lotion rubbed on your back, I'll rub it because I'm, I'm trying to help you not get sunburned. It puts the lotion on the skin, but not right. by crispy, my friend. And crispy is also a very fucking skinny, frail human being who's. Goes to the gym and fucking does like fucking calisthenics and shit. Yeah. So he uh, he could reach every point of his back with suntan lotion. And at first, I'm like, yo, like, there's no way you got your whole back. And he shows me how he gets his whole back. And he got his whole back. <laughs> I, on the other hand, go to the gym. I lift. I have, I have some muscles. And I can't reach my back. I just can't. I can't. I try. I just can't. When I have an itch on my back in certain regions, I just don't scratch it. It's over. It's the whole day. I'm just ruined. itchy. I'm just itchy. I just know I'm itchy. He puts his back to fucking shit like on the wall. Like, right, right, right. Like, I'm like a cat. Wall fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, then, uh, yeah. So, we get to the beach, and I go in the water, and now I'm like, hey, I'm a little fucking tired. Uh, I'll stay by the bags. I fucking lay down. I'm like, I'll get a little tan or whatever. Fucking completely fall asleep. Fucking... The shitty part about falling asleep at the beach is that you're definitely going to get sunburned. Yep. I wake up, and it's fucking pouring on my back. The and only rain we saw, like, almost the entire week was when we go to the beach. Right. So, it's fucking pouring, and... Thanks a lot, Cuba. It wakes me up, and Crispy is nowhere in sight, and there were these, like, carts where they served, like, beers and food out in the front, like, when you first got there, like, on the highway, kind of. Before you walked into the beach, there were these carts. So I said to myself, I didn't even look in the water, but I just said to myself, oh, he probably went to the carts to get like a beer or some shit. So I fucking take all our shit and I just... As soon as... Ahead, as it's raining, I just I just take all our shit and I just leave. Like, as soon as Dill wakes up and gets up, I notice him and I'm like, fuck, he thinks I went to the carts. So now I am like trying to reach up to him, but I'm like deep in the water. So like... I'm trying to swim and shit, like, do all this, like, to, you know, tell him, like, bro, like, you were leaving the beach for no reason. 
and I stepped in like what felt like glass. So now I'm like, this is the worst walk of my life. Because also the beach is there is beautiful, but where we were, it's like, yo, you could, it's like if you went to like AC, where like there's like just fucking cans in, in like the the beach. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're, they're throwing everything in the, in the fucking sand there. Right. So now Crispy runs out, sees me. Uh, we get some fucking beers. We. We ask him, we asked the lady there, uh, where is this hotel that everyone's telling us about? Tropicoco. Apparently, Tropicoco is supposed to be the spot. Everyone, really everyone. Nice on the beach. We mentioned Playa de Este to everyone, and they're going, oh, Tropicoco. You got to go to fucking Tropicoco. It's the best place, Tropicoco. Everybody said Tropicoco is the spot. Guys, Tropicoco is a fucking piece of shit. Tropicoco is a hotel, which this is what I'm also envisioning, right? A hotel on the beach. A hotel is across the street from the beach. What's so dope about them is they have other vendors there that they didn't have at the. I guess they have the restaurants one, there. That's they have the, like they have like little like yeah like, like huts though like hut restaurants that people are just like whipping up in like yeah like where they live type shit right. So and yeah, get, it was just almost the same shit as where we were. Originally. It was trash. We get the Tropicoco is fucking garbage. We fucking sit down at this uh, outdoor restaurant. And now this is the most expensive meal I paid for the entire time. Crispy orders a fucking seventeen dollar lobster dinner. It's young langosta. All right, guys. Lobster dinner's there, $9 max. This is double that, and he orders it. And I order it, and I go, wow, dude, this is a pretty good price. <laughs> and Dill's like, dude, you just paid for, like, all of our shit yesterday. But I'm like, yeah, but, like, you know, it's lobster. And then I find out later that lobster's is also, also very also cheap. Very cheap. <laughs> because we're on a fucking island. <laughs> so, Crispy gets that expensive lobster. They're playing nothing but Ja Rule's greatest hits. Do you day, remember that? Yeah, the day the day that turns better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're playing. Yeah, they're playing ja Rule's greatest hits. Crispy's drinking. He's eating lobster. Akon's like on the radio. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, we're drinking beers. It's a fucking great time. I'm eating fucking a pork steak because that's like one of their things. There, they just make pork steak. Um, and yeah, it, no, it's a fucking great day. We uh we get in a taxi. We go back to the hotel. Where do we go from there? I think we just end up chilling the rest of that night. Yeah, beach. I, I realized we went also, to the beach late too though. Yeah, we got we got back at like seven eight ish or some shit. So I think we just went maybe to get Wi Fi or something that night. Yeah, we just chilled that night and we went back to the fucking hotel. Now that place that we told you earlier, uh, La Fabrica de Arte, that place is open Thursdays to Sundays, and because it's now Wednesday and we're at the beach, we're like, yo, fucking tomorrow. We go ham. because back open. Yeah, it was, we're back there. After hours part two. Oh wait, no, no, no. no. I, I made sure we, us on I, money. Yeah, I made sure we were not going to the fucking after hours. But until only had guinea teas left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was only rocking guinea teas. <laughs> no, I, I literally wore a tank top just because I was like, I refuse to fucking he go did back. Not, to he was not about to pay fifteen dollars for a, a small shirt that he couldn't take home with him. Right, right, right. So. We go back to La Fabrica. It's fucking popping. This is day six now. So this is just Thursday. We wake up. We don't really do shit all day. We did Wi-Fi, La, La Rambla part three. Right. And, and La Fabrica part two. Okay. We go to La Fabrica and we, uh, we get our cards. Now, mind you, earlier I told you at La Fabrica we spent 20 bucks there. They have those cards that you get all your drinks written down. 20 bucks is like we went ham that night and we were fucking wasted and we spent 20 bucks. Yeah. So I'm thinking, again, I go, hey, like I'm only going to bring 70 this night. Like, fuck it. I don't need to bring $100. It's just La Fabrica. Yeah. We go there and we're walking around and we see these three like 
they're not even it's not three cute chicks there's one cute chick and there's like two regular looking chicks like they're not hot they're not completely ugly like you would fuck them if you were hammered but the goal wouldn't be to fuck them but the one chick is really cute she looks kind of like fucking Janae Aoko and shit facts so we uh we asked them if they want drinks they're like yeah like we'll get whatever you guys are getting we get fucking like five mojitos I realized at this point, because I had just gotten us drinks downstairs, I, what did I get us that was like five bucks or ten bucks each? Uh, we got some ball of shit. I don't know. Yeah, we got mojitos. The first drink? We got mojitos, but mojitos were expensive in the one bar. And we also got them in a bigger glass. Right, right, right. We got like large mojitos. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got okay, like- so we got like large mojitos, and they were like five bucks a piece. I bought, I bought two rounds, so that's already 20 bucks. Now, this is within the first five minutes that we're there. So, Dill's maxed out what he, what he so, maxed out so with the last time. We, I go up, and as we're talking to these girls, I'm like, yeah, let's, uh, I'm like, let me go get you guys mojitos. And, like, this bar has mojitos for, like, three bucks. It's a smaller glass, whatever. So, as I'm getting these mojitos, fucking the lady is like, hey, like, you're done. And I'm like, what? Like, she's, like, not trying to cut me off, but apparently on the cards you have... Like, there's a limit. The max is 30. And it's 30 bucks. And you have to, after you max that card, you have to go get a new card. So, I was completely unaware. I was also fucking amazed that I'm already at 30 bucks. And the night that we came here prior, I spent 20 bucks in all on the whole night. So, all right, whatever. Go to get my card. Uh, I go to get my new card with the prostitute. One of the prostitutes. Oh, I didn't tell you guys. They're fucking prostitutes. Yeah, you guys will figure that out. They're but, all prostitutes, right? So I go down with this chick, and uh, we get a new card. And and mind you, at this at this point, we don't know. We we have a clue that these girls are prostitutes, but we don't know for sure because they were like three cute smaller chicks. So we didn't think. You know, we were just like, nah, these probably aren't. You know, so wrong. <laughs> I get a new card, and uh, I. I'm walking back with the chick and the chick was really nice. So she's like, she's like, Hey, um, can I get a drink for myself? And I'm like, yeah, no, no doubt. I'm like, I need to get a pack of cigarettes. So just ask for a pack. And she's like, all right, no doubt. So she asked for a pack of cigarettes. She asked for a drink. I see this dude behind the bar, pull out like a fishbowl size glass. <laughs> and he fucking, all right. He pulls out a fishbowl size glass. He pu- puts mad ice in it. He takes fucking like beef eater gin and he starts, like, pouring the beef eater gin, which I know is, like, a pricier gin. Like, I don't know if it would be here in the U.S., but I know in Cuba, if you're drinking beef eaters, it's probably fucking more pricey. So, now, he's pouring this fucking gin, and I'm just staring at it, and I'm like, nah, that's not her drink. He takes a fucking blowtorch out that's not assembled. He assembles the blowtorch. I'm not even fucking with you guys. Like, this really fucking happened. This is, like, straight up, I'm seeing this happen. He fucking takes a blowtorch <laughs> and fucking assembles it. So he puts the bottom piece on the nozzle, and he fucking takes, like, the screwy piece that, like, you turn it on from, and he fucking screws it on, and he fucking, boom. He fucking turns on the blowtorch, and he fucking takes these leaves out of a plant that's behind the bar, like a huge plant. He just fucking rips leaves from it. It's, I don't know what the fuck this this is i have no idea what's going on he fucking blow torches the leaves <laughs> and sets them on fire i'm not fucking around guys this is all real he sets the leaves on fire like they're now like blazing on fire and he fucking takes them and dunks them in the drink like fucking just like like fucking boom like like dunks them in the drink 
And I'm just watching this all fucking happen. I'm like, yeah, like I wanted to like clap and shit because I thought it was like a show. <laughs> fucking, I get the girl winds up taking that drink, and I get my card back, and a pack at this place was like five bucks because they were selling like fucking Lucky Strike, which I don't even know where that's from, but it's not from Cuba, so it's fucking more expensive. Yeah, it's from over here, I think. And uh, and so a pack was five bucks, fucking. Drink was $15. Guys, a mojito was five for the big one and three for the regular size. This drink was $15 fucking dollars. Remember, the max there is 30 and I... Just got a new card. Just got a new card. So now I'm already at 20 bucks. 20. <laughs> we go upstairs with these chicks and this chick is fucking asking me if I want to sip. She's asking all our friends if they want to sip. She asked Crispy if he wants a sip. Like, we're all just fucking drinking this gin drink that I just paid out the fucking ass for. Oh, I did have a sip of that. Yeah. I think, and I think it tasted it was like shit. It was gin and tonic. Was it? It was disgusting. Oh, man. I think it was delicious at that point because I was also... You were probably hammered, yeah. I was a little drunk again. Yeah, so now I sit down and we're just chilling. I'm kind of pissed about that, but I'm like, whatever. Fucking Cuba 2018. Woo! So... Woo! You see uh, this dwindling of the woo of that, people? Yeah, it was at that point we're already like kind of like all right, fuck this place. Um, so <laughs> actually, chick- in, that, in that in that time while Dill's with this girl, now I'm talking to her friends, and you know this is what I realized. Oh, they're prostitutes because now I'm just talking to them. They tell me, oh, no, actually they don't tell me. No, I can, no, I kind of no, just get the, the. You were just getting the yeah, gist of it. You were yeah, getting yeah, the yeah. gist of it, but like you you didn't know for sure, and I didn't know for sure as I was walking with her, but I kind of was getting like a little feeling. So then we get back up and we're all sitting there and she says to like Christian because she's trying to talk to me and I just don't fucking understand. So she says to Christian, uh, Christian, she goes, hey, come with me real quick. I just want to talk to you for a little bit. So I'm like, yeah, my boy's about to get it type shit. <laughs> he, uh, he runs over with her and they just walk outside and, uh, and she tells him like, Hey, it's a hundred bucks for each one of us. Now, mind you, these girls, like two of them are fucking like, like I said before, like they're not good looking girls. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to fuck either one of them. Like the only one I was trying to fuck was the one that Crispy was trying to fuck. And at that point, like we're not both double teaming a bitch when there's hookers everywhere. Like, and let, let me let it be known. That's just selfish. That's the, just selfish. The first hooker that we ever met when we took back from the after hours, she was down for both of us that night. Yeah, she was. And I, I asked for it just to see what I could ask. And that's when I just turned to a savage in this country. We're now just asking all types of questions. Like, oh, so like how much for me and my homie? Yeah, they're, down, like, they're down for whatever they're... I think she said 30 each. So yeah, I mean, yeah, the first chick was and down she was, for... And she was better than the three. She was down for the 30 special. Yeah, she was down for the wild She was down for the 30 dirty. The 30 dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, all right, so fucking... So, all right, we chill... Crispy comes out. He's like, hey, she said 100 for each one. I said, all right, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not paying for and any one of we these girls. All, we both just fucking, we look at them. We're like, hey, peace out. And we fucking walk away. Fucking one girl comes running down the stairs. She's like, hey, like, where are you going? We're like, yeah, like, we don't feel like paying you for fucking sex. And fucking she's like, all right, cool. But uh, take down my number and shit. So she gives Crispy her number. Why got, he took it, I don't fucking know. I got know. two. Uh, that, at that point in time, I now have the cute one's number, and I have the one who, who finessed Dill for the drink. Right. So now I have two numbers on my phone right now from prostitutes in Cuba. They're just hookers. Like, That's there's, just... There's no reason for him to have the numbers. He just has hookers' numbers uh, now. Uh, wild hookers' numbers right now from Cuba. So 
we uh we walk downstairs and at this point we're like just like man this place really sucks like there's just nothing but hookers but we like this place though we're, no, we're no, no, no. That place, the Fabrica de Arte is popping. When he says Cuba, that place in Cuba, yeah. sucks. We're like, all right, Cuba fucking blows. And again, we didn't want to do any of the tourist shit. We only wanted to do what the Cuban people were doing. So we were doing everything the whole week that the Cuban people were doing. All right. So now we're at Fabrica still. We walk downstairs and we're just like walking around. We see, like, little shops. We're, like, going in the shops. We go get some more fucking croquetas. Delicious. We fucking eat some croquetas. We go outside, smoke a bogey, come back inside, and we go. We hear fucking Drake. I think Drake was playing. Drake was playing. And we're, like, nice. Let's go to that area. So we go to that area, and we're fucking... Crispy starts dancing with some, like, fucking plump bitch. <laughs> I, I proceed to immediately start dancing with the first girl that was in the crowd because I am now... I'm on one. Yeah, he's on one. As Drake would say. And yeah, after the fucking mojito that we had and the sip of that fucking beef eater fucking drink that that prosty got, I was feeling a little saucy too. We go to where Drake's playing. We fucking, we start dancing. Oh yeah, and in Cuba, they play a lot of Drake. We didn't know that, but they love Drake, as does everywhere else in the fucking world. But, all right, so we're dancing, fucking, he's dancing with some fat bitch, I'm fucking, I'm on the other side of the, the dance floor and shit. I'm dancing by myself. Some fucking little adorable chick. Just like, she's like dancing with her friend or who I thought was her boyfriend. She's dancing with him. Fucking, she just comes over and she starts like, she grabs me. She starts dancing with me. I'm, I'm thinking in my head, like, all right, bitch. Like, how, when are you going to fucking break it? On me, like how how much you know? I'm just the whole time I'm thinking. So she's like, "Donde eres? Like, where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh, um, I'm from Nueva Jersey." She's like, "Oh, nice. I'm from Houston." I was like, "Yes, yes." I was just so fucking happy because at this point I had just given up on all women in Cuba. <laughs> Every single girl there to me, even if the girl wasn't a prostitute. In my eyes, she, she was, was a prostitute, and I did not want to fuck her. So I had just given up on every girl there. So finally, there's a girl that I'm like, this girl will understand me buying her a drink. This girl will understand you want to go outside and have a cigarette and just fucking talk. This girl will understand everything that regular, traditional American women do. And I don't need to fuck this girl. I don't need anything from this girl. I just want to have a normal conversation with a normal chick at this point. Like, Correct. The idea of fucking in Cuba is so foreign to me at this point that I don't even care anymore. I don't care. I don't want to fuck anyone. I just wanted a conversation with a bitch that was not going to try to hustle us for hustle money. me for pussy. Like, take, I, take me to a good bar where all the other chicas are at. Right. I just, Sell me tobacco. Yeah, I just, I just wanted a normal chick. So this girl is fucking normal. I... She's with a guy. I'm like, yo, like, I think your boyfriend's going to get mad if you keep dancing with me. She's like, no, that's not my boyfriend. That's my friend. Ladies, I hope she doesn't listen to this because she's a very fucking nice chick. I've talked to her after, and she's very nice, and she's extremely cute, and I plan on fucking hanging out with her in the future. But, ladies, no man wants to be your friend. And as, as much as you think they do, and you could be best friends from fucking the time you were five years old, they're trying to fuck. Hundred percent. The only time I'll give him a pass is if uh, you hang out with this guy, but he has fucked your friends. Then it's like, oh, 
Even then, even then, well, the girl's not. The girl might not try to fucking that standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying the girl's like she has like a guy friend and the guy and just like fucking her friends, but because right. Maybe, but I'm saying he still would try to fuck her. Maybe it depends on the girl. Maybe he just chills with her for that reason. He, he overall, he's looking for sex. The only time I'm gonna be honest with you, the only time that a guy is not trying to smash his girl best friend or he doesn't want anything from that chick is if the girl best friend is fat as fuck. I'm just going to lay it out there. If the girl best friend is fat, dykey, and fucking... Just, ugly. She's yeah, ugly, ugly girl. The guy is going to... Like, I could be friends with a bitch this like that. This is realistic, people. Come this on. is just real. I'm not trying to be a dick. I could be friends with a bitch like that. Facts. Like, if you look like fucking young MA, I'm down to be friends. I'm buying you drinks all night. Yeah, yeah, Like, all we, could be, we could be homies. Like, like, you're my dude. But... What's up, Pedro? Right. I'm not... <laughs> But I'm not trying to fuck you. And if you are a good-looking chick and you have a friend, they're trying to fuck. I don't care how long you guys have been best friends for. It just it just works like that, you know? So I'm feeling bad for this guy because I see it, but she doesn't see it. But I know he knows that I see it, and Crispy sees it. Yo, so I saw this guy in the whole interaction for three seconds, and I had, like, sized up immediately what was going on and what Dill was thinking. Yeah, he knew exactly what I was thinking. Like, like he's like, because we like looked at me like, yeah, like that guy's like trying to get it right, and I'm like, yeah, a hundred percent. Like, there's no <laughs> fucking way he's not, you know. But she, you know, she's already proceeded to tell Dill like that's not how it is, and, and then like, and I, she's go, like I walk over to Dill, I'm like, yeah, that's what's happening, right? He's like, yeah, he's like, hundred percent. So, so now I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go outside and smoke a bog. Like, do you want to come? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come. So she like she tells the guy that she's with, like, hey, we'll meet back here at like. 2.30, like, like I'm going to be gone from now till then. And in my head, I'm like, this guy fucking hates me. This guy is going to fucking hate me. For, like, 100%, he's going to fucking hate me. And I don't really give a fuck, but at the same time, I've like, if I was in that scenario, I'd be really fucking tight. So I was kind of like, ah, man. like, yeah. But I didn't, I didn't care. I went, I went outside and smoked a cigarette with her. So we, we go outside. We smoked a cigarette. We're just talking. Crispy comes outside. He finds us because Crispy Before got that, lost too. So, yeah, I get lost, right? And then instead of trying to find Dill because I'm like, well, Dill already found, the, you know, like fucking a chick from America. I'm like, I'm just going to continue on with this, this this nasty fucking dirty, dirty 30. Like, so I go to the main room where they like, have like a club. I start talking to some girl. She's all right. Like, she was kind of cute. But then like, yeah, you know, same thing. I was like, what are you doing out there? She's like, I'm going to, you know, the after hour spot that we went to the other day. And then I'm just thinking to myself, I know what you're going to be doing there. Yeah, because you're a little prostitute. <laughs> you're a little you? prostitute hooker. So I'm like, all right, I'm off this. I dance with her for a bit and then I go meet Dill. And now Dill's outside smoking a cig with uh, this girl. Right. As I'm smoking a cig, great fucking conversation. Girl's fucking brilliant. Like, she's in school for like fucking medicine and shit. Like, Fucking awesome chick. She travels all over the fucking world. She's been to fucking like 60 countries. Just the most interesting person I could have fucking met at that point in time. Because honestly, if a fucking chick from fucking Harlem would have said that she was from Harlem and the chick could have worked at fucking Dwayne Reed and I would have been down to talk like at that point. But this chick just happened to be fucking super interesting. She's super cute. I'm like, all right, cool. Like this is the fucking best scenario that could have gone down right now. So... I'm talking to her. She's telling me how great Cuba is. Like, it's the fucking most beautiful place ever. Like, there's so much history. And, <laughs> yo, it's true. There is a lot of history there. And, and in certain situations, it's a very beautiful place. But I'm telling her the real 
deal about this place. We we then proceed to fucking Crispy comes shit outside. Yeah, Crispy comes outside and he sees us and he comes mid conversation where she's like, "Oh my god, Cuba's the best." And me and Crispy just like we give her the most pessimistic like fucking right. We're like, this place like, sucks dicks. There's <laughs> nothing but prostitutes. I'll never return. It's desolate. It looks like <laughs> someone dropped the fucking a bomb on it. It's just a terrible place. We're like giving her all right, and then she's like, "Well, have you guys gone to Old Havana?" And we're like, and this is the tourist spot that all week everybody's telling us you should go there, and we're like, no, we're like, we go to fucking Old Havana. Yo, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to get with the fucking white chicks from America. I'm trying to get with the Cuban chicks. I'm bro. trying to I'm trying to live up the culture. I can't live it up next to a bunch of fucking Europeans. Right. So we're like, fuck old Havana. We don't want to go to old Havana. But she's telling us how great it is. And we assume that the only reason that she thinks that Cuba is so great is because she went to old Havana and something there must be so fucking phenomenal that it completely would change the perspective of someone who had not gone there. And experience Cuba, and, who, who and someone who did go there and experience Cuba, and also changed. You could just see the experience that she had compared to ours, where it's like we stayed in like the hood, the slums, yeah. We, and she probably stayed at like a nice little fucking like hotel in Old Havana or something. Right, right, right. I think she stayed at Airbnb, but she probably stayed at a way nicer Airbnb oh, than we stayed. Hundred percent. So we, uh, so yeah, we're talking. She winds up having to leave. I'm like, yo, like, what are you doing tomorrow? She's like, oh, my plane leaves in the morning. Like, it's like literally. You ever seen, like, a fucking uh, romantic comedy where, like, the guy meets the girl and then, like, she fucking dips and, like... At the end of Harold and Kumar, like, she goes to fucking Europe and then they make the next movie? Right, right, right. And it's, like, it's, like, it felt like that because I'm, like, are you shitting me? Like, like I meet one girl here who I'm, like, actually interested in and she's leaving in the morning. Like, yo, like, she... So she dips. No, I realized that those comedies weren't in the time of Instagram. Because with Instagram I can still got I still got you could still just talk to the person. I still the next see you. Yeah, 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 you could still just talk to the person. So I'm in contact. We uh so the next we take her word for it. The ne- so we go home. All right and all right, hold on. I see the hooker of my dreams at this point, people. Oh, he didn't meet the hooker of his dreams. I mean the hooker of my dreams. So Dill's talking to you know this girl that he meets, whatever, and all of a sudden the hooker of my dreams, she just walks in. She steps outside into a bogey filled fucking area. I see her through the smoke. I say, wow, that's the one. So I walk up. I start talking to her and shit. And the same thing. She tells me she's a hooker. I'm like, oh, well, that's fucking very saddening. And I get her, uh, her sad hooker's number as well. And, uh, and yeah, she was actually probably would have been one of the cheapest hookers and was one of the baddest. <laughs> she probably would have been one of the cheapest hookers. A hilarious so, yo, if you're, if you're going to go out there for smokers, man, yo, really find the one that, like, Yeah, you got to price eye. around. You gotta, yeah, you just got to fucking, you That's know it. what I mean? You just like, got to find around the right price. Yeah, if you shop around, you can find the right price hooker. It's like, you know, like, when you go to the store, you're like, uh, you just pick something up, you look at it for a bit. Yeah, do that. Yeah, do that in Cuba. <laughs> so, we, uh, we walk out of this place. Oh, and by the way, I maxed out two cards there. I, oh, I forgot to say this part. So, fucking, I, uh, it's, like, the end of the night, and I'm, like, yo, like, we're all fucked up. Like, I'm going to get water. Like, do you want water to Crispy? He's, like, yeah, I'll take a water. I look at the chick. Like, yeah, you want some water? She's, like, yeah, I'm down. So, I look at the, the kid who she's with, and I'm, like, yo, like, you want water, man? Like, and he's, like, yeah, and I want some tequila. Bitch. Pretty much. Like, <laughs> like bitch ass. Go get me some fucking tequila type shit. And I'm like looking at him like, all right, yeah, I'll take a shot with you. I go to 
take a shot with me. Yeah, I go to get the shots. As I go over there, I see the guy tallying up all the shit that I've spent money on. And I see him going to draw the lines through my shit. Like, yo, you're maxed. I was like, dude, stop. Stop. I look at the guy like, yo, just stop, dude. This fucking, please, right now, please. Like, I'm trying, I'm, this is the first drink. Like, I'm like, just please let me buy these fucking waters. I just told this girl, I want to look good for this girl. Even though, in my head, looking good for this girl is buying me and her friend a tequila shot because I'm trying to be like, all right, yo, I'm down with your friends, like, whatever. Fucking the guy maxes my fucking card out. At this point, there's like five minutes till close. I'm like, all right. Fuck this spot. So I have to I have to go get a new card now. I fucking run and get a new card. I think that the girl is in one spot. She's not in that spot. So I go get the new card. I rush back. Um looking at Crispy talking to a hooker. And I say to him, Hey, where'd that girl go? And he goes, Oh, I, I don't know. She just asked about you and then she walked away. I looked at him like, are you fucking shitting me? At this point, I'm ta- like I said to people, I'm talking to the hooker of my dreams. He's talking to a hooker. <laughs> no matter I, yo, I didn't give a fuck about, about the girl because I'm like, all right, well, Dill's clearly talking to her. I'm like, yeah. I don't yeah, know I'm not going to be a good friend. <laughs> That's pretty much what he was thinking. Like, I'm in Cuba. Oh, I lost her. <laughs> such a piece can't, of shit. Can't so, yo, call her now. I was like, <laughs> yo, and at this point, like, I don't think we, we didn't exchange any information. So I was super fucking tight. I'm like, yo. Like, are you joking? And he's like, nah, dude. Like, she asked about you and she walked away. Like, I don't know where she went. I looked at him in the eyes. I was like, yo, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> and I fucking scoured to look for her. She was there. She came and, like, she <coughs> some shit. She wound up being there. She was, she was not far from there. So I walk over. I tell her the deal. Yo, they maxed out my fucking card. I had to get a new card. Now all the bars are fucking closed. Like, as I got a new card and went back, the bars all closed. So, couldn't fucking be any ounce of impressive. Luckily, she doesn't seem like the type of chick that cares too much about that shit. But it would have been nice to fucking get the shot for a friend and the fucking drinks and whatever. Fucking sad. So, at that point, what? We're leaving this place? Yeah, we walk around. I tell her about the croquetas. She wants croquetas. We walk. The fucking croquetas spot is fucking closed. Basically, everyone in that, that place... Must have fucking texted each other like, yo, Dill's really trying to fucking get this chick. Fuck him. <laughs> yo, everybody closed up shop a little earlier tonight. <laughs> yo, yo, we'll go till 3. Tonight we go till 2.30. National Dill fu- wants some <laughs> drinks and food. Fuck Dill. National fuck this tourist day. <laughs> so that's pretty much what was going down. Fucking can't do anything to impress this chick. Now I'm just waiting in line. Her friend's already outside. She's fucking waiting with me. And I'm like, yo, just go. Like, don't worry about it. Just like. Get out of here. She's like, all right, but like, we'll be in touch or whatever. Exchange information. Cool. Fucking, I'm depressed. Still sending all the envelopes already in the mail. I'm depressed. With with written letters. (laughs) I'm depressed. And this is another thing. Yo, a lot of chicks that I talk to or that I meet, and I don't meet a lot of chicks. I live in fucking Hackettstown, New Jersey. It's, if if you guys look it up on a map, it's a fucking, it looks like a huge piece of shit. Um, the chicks that I've talked to in the past, like, because I'd be on those fucking apps and shit, and I'd be trying to fucking start a conversation. When they ask for your Instagram, and they go on, and they see videos of you rapping, it, it's not an instant turn on. In fact, it's the opposite. It's an instant turn off. The chick does not want to talk to you any longer. So my idea, as soon as we get back to the hotel, I'm like, 
yo, dog, like, we need to go get some Wi-Fi right ASAP. now. <laughs> like, yo, I need to fucking get those videos off my Instagram, bro. This chick might be the one, dog. And we're, of course, we're fucking bombed. Like, stupid ideas, whatever. So I don't do that, obviously. Fuck it. That was Thursday, That's right? Thursday. So then we wake up Friday. It's our last day before, you know, we leave Saturday. We went Saturday to Saturday. So Friday we wake up. We have, like, no money at this point. We decide. I'm like, yo, I found out, like, early in the week, like, where, you know, the banks are or whatever. So, you know, I have people tell me where the bank is and shit. I go convert money. And then we're like, all right, this is the last day. Let's go fucking do the touristy bullshit and hit Old Havana finally. Right. We, uh, so we pull up to Old Havana and... We find out Old Havana is like a three-minute drive from our fucking apartment. I find out where I <clears throat> where I went with Miguel to buy the fucking grandma fucking baby powder. Fucking, it's literally like maybe two blocks away from where we ended up chilling for like the majority of the time. Right. So <clears throat> we uh, we're in Old Havana and we fucking first walk in and we see this like old train and we're like, ah, oh, cool, like it's like some fucking historic bullshit. Oh, uh, like, here we go, pictures. Let's get the pictures so nobody thinks we fucking. Fucked right, right, right. And our our whole purpose of going <laughs> to Old Havana was we need to take enough pictures <laughs> to where people think that we did shit in Throughout Cuba the entire week. Just. Right, like like we weren't just fucking trying to get drunk and talk to prostitutes. Uh. So we wanted to make this the day where we go. We take pictures of, like, all the monuments. We take pictures of, like, the fucking Capitol building. Pictures of pretty much everything. So we pull up. We see it's, like, a fucking old train, like, from, like, the fucking 1800s and shit. And we're like, oh, sick. Like, picture of that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking keep walking straight. We turn down this alley. And, like, it's set up. Like, it's all, like, cobblestone alleyways and, like, cobblestone (laughs) roads and shit. So it's, like... When when we say old Havana, it's like legit old as fuck. Like the buildings, the structures, like everything's super old. Yeah, even the streets that we're on in our fucking slums was like regular streets. There it was all cobblestone like roads. Yeah, it's like and it's beautiful. Yeah. So we turn down one street and we keep walking straight and we're like, okay, like there's like no, nah, nah, first first we turn down one street and it's like probably like outside of where I where I bought the gay and I'm just like damn I'm like yo this bitch lied to us again. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. yo, at this point, I'm telling Dylan, like, even the girl from America has lied to us. Like, all the girls <laughs> in my life have now lied to me up until this point in Cuba. But then we fucking veer back onto, like, you know, I guess where civilization was. And it starts to look fucking lively. Beautiful. We walk into, like, a plaza. And by plaza, I just mean this fucking open, like, courtyard where there's, like, a fucking fountain. And... There's just churches, and there's, like, literally, like, beautiful fucking structures. There's restaurants. There's fucking people playing Cuban music. There's, like, live band. It's a bunch of tourists fucking sitting down eating. Fucking Mako Picos. Fucking Mako Picos. All that. All that. No, and and we fucking realize, like, okay, we have fucked up. Like, we royally fucked up. This is the spot where we should have been. It's beautiful. It's literally fucking gorgeous. Most of the snaps we took that day that we saved because we can post them in, in Cuba were literally us going, yeah, we fucked up. Right. Because, yo, the the whole place was gorgeous. Like, <clears throat> I understand why people do touristy shit. You want to know why? Because they build up tourist areas and they put money into them because that's where the money comes from. Yep. So, when you don't want to do tourist shit, like me, 
you wind up going to the poor places. You almost buy Wi-Fi robbed. from a fucking, fucking a crackhead. A pimp, a pimp, a pimp crackhead. Right. So, yeah, Old Havana. We're walking around. There's like a, a bunch of shops. Like, yo, I bought. I wound up like, like fucking giving in and buying this fedora on like the first day because it was like the only fedora I saw, and. Old Havana was a spot for the fedoras. Like, the fedora I wanted was in Old Havana, but it wasn't the fedora I fucking purchased. I purchased the fucking fedora I didn't fucking want. <laughs> so, we're fucking walking around Old Havana, and there's, like, these, like, little fucking unique restaurants, and, like, all the culture that we were looking for, all the everything that we were looking for is in Old Havana. It's a lot of fucking beggars. It's a lot of poor people still. But as far as, like, the beauty of Cuba, it's all in Old Havana. If you go to Cuba and you want to have a good experience, go to Old Havana. Don't go anywhere else. Go there. Just go there. Oh, and La Fabrica. Go to La Fabrica at night. Go to Old Havana during the day. And Mio y Tuyo if you got some fucking bread on you. That yeah, Mio y Tuyo if you want to pay fucking out the ass for fucking liquor and hookers. Shout out to the shot of fucking of uh, Henny White that I drank out there for way too much money. Yeah, he spent $11 on a fucking Henny shot, which doesn't sound like a lot in the States, but over there it's a fucking shitload. Shouts out to the guy behind the bar who covered his face when I was in the after hours because we were not allowed to have videotape. Yeah, me and Crispy in the after hours were taking videos of everything, and they had warned us like three times already that you couldn't take any videos. Yeah, and that's when I turned to fucking English Crispy where I'm like, oh, yo no sabes. (laughs) Yo no sabes nada, man. (laughs) Perdón. So we, um, yeah, so we eat at a fucking Russian Cuban restaurant, fucking pop in, place looked like it belonged in Hoboken. Super nice. Fucking, we're walking around, checking shit out. We walk past this plaza once. Dude with gold teeth tells us, hey, come eat at this spot. Fucking, all right, man, maybe later. Walk past this plaza twice. Fucking lady now tells us, like, hey, uh, come to this spot and eat. We're like, all right, maybe later. And she's like, my name's Leslie. Like, just remember that. And she's like, you're going to forget. I'm like, nah, I won't. Trust me. So, we fucking... We meet some dude. We proceed to walk around and check shit out. We meet some fucking random dude who's dressed like a fucking chef, but he's just chilling in an alleyway. We're like, yo, dog, like, we're looking for this one spot in particular. Oh, no, I'm thinking about about the other dude we met. The dude with the uh, tour shirt on and shit. And he brought us to that... He was, like, somewhere in there. We meet him at the fucking, like, on the street, and then he brought us to that one, like, little bar. To do with what shirt? With the yellow shirt. The black dude. The fucked up teeth. Who was eating like bread. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Earlier. Yeah, yeah. Earlier, we meet... Yeah, we meet some dude who's like eating bread and like spitting. (laughs) (laughs) He's literally eating bread and spitting. (laughs) As he's talking to us, he's like eating pieces of bread and spitting it out as he's talking to us. And like... He's talking mad close to our faces and shit, so you could assume how fucking disgusting that must be. Yeah, it was some shit. It was nasty. But I think he had problems, so I was, like, very receptive to whatever he was saying because he seemed like he was a little bit slow. And I love people like that, and I like to fucking help them out and talk to them. And so we fucking... We follow him. He's like, hey, I don't want anything. I just want to show you guys to the good places. We're like, all right, cool. Sounds like a fucking deal, bud. That was a lie. Lied. Lied number fucking seven million. Yeah, we. so he takes us to this fucking spot, and um, it's like a fucking shitty bar. It's like, it looked like the fucking Jamaican scene in Bad Boys 2. 
It didn't really look like that, but it kind of did. It looked like the Jamaican scene in Bad Boys 2 where they're shooting in the building. Right. Yeah, it looked like that. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a piece of shit. Uh, but uh, they did... I, I will give him credit, though. In that place, they had every bottle you could possibly find in the whole Yeah, country. they had a lot of good drinks, and they were pretty cheap, so... Yeah. We couldn't complain. But and the guy's, we, like, talking to us. He fucking... He's like, hey, like, ask me any questions about Cuba. We're like... At this point, we're like, dude, fuck Cuba. Like, we're really, like, thinking that. So, like, he's like... Ask me questions, and we're just sitting there like, nah, man, we're like, we're kind of good on it, like we we understand and shit. But um, but yeah, so he uh he takes the worst picture of all time of us. The guy obviously does not know how to use a fucking camera. He took a selfie of himself and shit. <laughs> and then um, we're like, yeah, man, we're gonna get going, but like, thank you so much. And he's like, yeah, cool, like uh, you got a tip, like. You fucking liar. You fucking, You're a fucking liar. All you Cubans want tips. You're a liar. But he did put us on to a really good drink that I will figure out how to make. It's called a Havana Fresh. The fucking Havana Fresh. That shit was fucking delicious. You can't make it because you can't have Havana rum, but... But, yeah, you know, I'll figure it out. I'll buy the expensive <laughs> fucking rum. But, yeah, so, um... We, uh... So, yeah, then we go... We go past the plaza. Like I said earlier, the fucking guy with the gold teeth fucking tells us to eat there the girl leslie tells us to eat there we fucking walk past twice fucking some guy some black guy that's dressed like a fucking chef uh is chilling in the alleyway and guys when i'm saying oh, wait, black guy i mean on. cuban people hold on before that too though before we meet that last black guy in cuba how much am i fucking forgetting what you am forgot, i forgetting? We, we oh yeah oh no you, you said it we were at the nice restaurant the russian restaurant, but that's like in between. yeah the russian yeah. the russian cuban restaurant yeah, that was after the the slow dude eating the and that place is literally beautiful Right, like it's a gorgeous place. It belongs in Hoboken. It, it looks, belongs. It looks like it looks like a Hoboken restaurant. Yeah, in the middle of 100%. fucking Cuba. And, and yeah, it was, and mind it you, was, it's in Old Havana, which like it's touristy, but Old Havana still like structurally is not fucking like modern. This spot was like a Russian fucking millionaire probably bought that corner spot and just fucking. He's raking it. it in right now. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So we go there and then. I'm back to the black dude that looked like a chef. And guys, when I'm saying black dude, I'm talking about black Cuban people. Not like an African-American or like an African person. Just in the middle. It's like it's a dark Cuban dude. Yeah, it's a dark Cuban dude. Fucking, he's, he's just chilling in the street, dressed like a chef. And we're like, yo, man, like we walked past this plaza twice. We have been looking for it. We have no fucking clue where it is. Can you please take us? And he's like, I think I know what you're talking about. And basically... Takes us exactly to where we were looking. And but also, you, the same place where we were looking for that we passed twice with the first two people, he tells us that he has a restaurant for me. I go, I don't care about a restaurant, man. I'm just trying to get back to this plaza. So he walks to the plaza, and the same restaurant that I'm saying I'm dubbing him on is the one he's speaking us. Right, right, right. He's, like, telling us that he has the restaurant, but, like, we don't want the restaurant. We just want the location of this spot that we were looking for. But it, in a wind-up, he was Miss Cleo, and... The restaurant that we were looking for is the restaurant that he was taking us to. And it's also the restaurant that these two people earlier had told us about. So now hilarity ensues when we're sitting down. So we get there and it's fucking a beautiful outdoor venue. There's fucking live music. Dudes are playing Despacito and shit on a fucking guitar. Dude has a great voice. There's like two like abuelitas like just chilling. They're ready to fucking cook us shit. Uh, they sit us, the guy with the chef guy sits us down. We are now chilling. We get two free guys. The deal there was $12 for a lobster dinner and two free fucking mojitos. Each person gets two. Each person gets a lobster dinner and two free mojitos for 12 bucks. 
which really means you got a lobster dinner for like fucking nine bucks and a mojito was a dollar fifty. Yeah. We all right, so now we're sitting down there and fucking homeboy who walked us there gets charged by the dude who has the gold teeth that told us earlier in the day to come there. And now they're fighting. Then the chick Leslie sees that we're there and she fucking runs over and she's like, nah, these are my clients. So basically these people are all standing over us screaming as me and Crispy are just trying to enjoy a fucking mojito. We're just sitting there. We're fucking just chilling. And these people are fucking just screaming over us. And like, I'm getting pissed off to the point where I'm like, yo, dog, like how much are they paying you? Cause I'll just fucking pay you guys and get the fuck away from my table. Yeah. Like just leave us alone. Like, you know, and they're like, no, it's not about the money. It's about the principle. And it's like, yo, I'm, I'm a man of fucking principles and I understand fucking principles. But like at this point, it's like, yo, get the fuck away from me, dog. Word. So at, as we're sitting down, the two abuelitas come out. They start fucking screaming at them. Obviously, they have some authority. They fucking start screaming. These people get the fuck away from there. Uh, fucking chick Leslie is like a mom. She's probably like, what, 45? Something like that. 50? She's trying to fuck. She's trying to She's fuck. She's trying to fuck Dill with every the, fucking the fiber fucking, in her being. The long way. Yeah. She's like the, shaking the, the her ass on me to Despacito and shit. She's like, yeah, she's like shaking her I ass. I think she whipped out a nipple like she was doing it all. She she didn't whip out a nipple. Oh, no. But, <laughs> but no, she was definitely trying to fuck. And realistically, for a 45-year-old, Crispy didn't see it because he wasn't really looking at her. Like, her face was not good looking at all. But for a 45-year-old, her body was fucking rocking. She was skinny. She had a fat ass, as most Cuban women do. And she was down for it. She kept on fucking making hints at like, hey, maybe she's like, oh, it's your last night here. I'll fucking, I'll, why don't I show you around the real Cuban way and shit. She kept just eating bananas. Like it was really yeah, weird. She was like putting fucking plantains down her throat. It was very, no, she's I'm like, just Yeah, kidding. you should see where this goes later. You're like, all right, relax. I'm trying to eat my <laughs> fucking lobster. Chill out, girl. No, but so then fucking that all goes down. We, uh, we eat our fucking, it was a great fucking meal, huge meal. Fucking big ass plate of rice, big ass fucking plate of lobster, salad, big, big ass salad. plate of like fucking like, like potato. Little, no, it was it, like it, plantain it chips. But they they fried it so where it's like little chip. Yeah, like literally like chips. Just amazing dinner and Fire. fucking these two fucking fat Mexican dudes are sitting next to us and like yo, I love Mexican people, the hardworking fucking like genuine kind. There's also, and, and I can't talk shit about Mexicans because Cubans are very often the same way as these fucking two fat dudes were. But there's Mexicans that are, like, extremely fucking rude. And you could tell they're the Mexicans with money, but they're rude and they're fucking just, like, pompous and they, they just talk wild shit. And these two dudes sitting next to us were those type of dudes. But we got, we had a fucking magic show happen at the table fucking dude stole a bogey from me he did a trick where he like stuck the bogey in my shirt the lit end and fucking somehow it didn't burn my shirt and the bogey never got a bogey was gone. <laughs> now i know for a fact that kid turned the corner and started smoking my fucking bogey and i wanted my bogey back i said hey where's my bogey i just lit dude says if you find it it's yours if you find it you would <laughs> now Crispy gave the dude a dollar. He did a fucking miraculous trick where he, like, pours... He poured half my... This dude fucking basically just jukes me for a fucking half my mojito. And he didn't even jukes the mojito because he just poured it on the fucking ground. But, like, he definitely jukes me for a cigarette. But, like, yo, dude, like, does a trick with, like... Crispy gives him, a, like, a, a dollar bill. And I'm like, yo, don't give him that dollar... Like, don't give him a big dollar bill because, like, 
if you give him like a fucking hundred or some oh, shit, disappear. No, yeah, he's gonna go. be like, hey, if you find it, it's yours type shit. And then we're gonna have to mug him. Yeah, and I don't want to fucking mug this guy. He it's seems the last like a nice day. guy. It's the last day. I don't want to have to fucking get a, a charge out and un- right. I don't want to shank somebody over a fucking a hundred fucking cuc. Yeah, who's fucking Chris Blair now? Who's <laughs> <laughs> Chris, so, <laughs> Chris Blade? <laughs> David Blade. David dude. Blade. Who's Chris Blair? Who, who's Chris Blair now, faggot? <laughs> so, <laughs> so fucking. So yeah, dude takes like half my mojito. He like rolls up the dollar bill like to the point where it's like a cone almost. And he like is holding it, pours half my mojito into the dollar bill, fucking unrolls the dollar bill, tells me to feel it. The dollar is obviously wet, but the drink is not in there. Very apparently. Fucking the dollar is now open, right? He, he rolls the same dollar back up, and I watched him roll the same dollar back up. That might be part of the trick. It's probably not the same dollar. But he rolls the dollar back up, and he fucking pour, he takes it, he takes it, pours it upside down, and fucking all my drink just starts fucking spilling out onto the floor. He didn't even try to pour it back into the cup. And right, right, right. Like, he couldn't just save my fucking drink. Just give you, like, a side little fucking... Nah. nah. Just pours it all over the floor. All so the now, floor. dude robs me for a bogey and half my mojito. Thanks, bud. Sick tricks. Thanks, Chris Blair. Wants a, he wants a fucking tip. I think we give him like three bucks, right? Some shit like that. Yeah, I tell him fuck off. I'm trying to eat my goddamn langosta. Right. <laughs> he fucks off. Some <laughs> little kid comes up, fucking adorable kid. He's like, hey, bud, like I don't, he's like, I, I'm not good at drawing, but like I try my hardest and like all this fucking bullshit. And I'm like sitting there like, you little fucker, like I know what you're doing. You're just like fucking Cut magician. Cut the fuck out. What do, you, what do you want from me? Right. I'm like, what, what's good? Like. Like, we don't have money. And I told him, like, I don't have money. And he's like, all right, no doubt. I'll just draw it anyway. Like, it's no big deal. At that point, it felt really bad. And I gave that... Oh, he fucking... I want to kill him. He, uh, he fucking... He draws what happens to be the worst drawing I've ever fucking seen in my life. It looked like Mr. Potato Head. It was supposed to be me. And, uh, and yet, then he asked for a tip after I just had told him I don't have fucking money. Thank you, Cuban people. And now this is where I go. I proceed to tip him in currency of the people, not currency of tourists. So he looks at me like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Come on, really?" Like, I don't know. I go, "Yeah." He just told you we don't have money. This is the last day. Don't fuck with me, little fucking you little, little Miguel. <laughs> so kid walks away. Whatever. He goes to the next table with the Mexican dudes. The reason I brought the Mexican dudes is because they were extremely fucking rude to the kid, uh, just being pieces of shit. Um, it got. It literally got to the point. Now, mind you, I fucking hate Donald Trump. I'm just not a fan. I, I mean, tax cut was cool. I don't know what it's gonna do in a, in a fucking decade. But uh, as far as like just as a person, I don't fuck with him. This was the first time I ever met Mexicans that I had been like, yeah, you know what? Maybe Trump has a fucking a real idea with maybe that. Maybe he's wall. got something going here. Yeah, maybe that wall's not the worst idea ever. And I really felt that way, genuinely. I kind of was pissed off because these dudes were just being assholes, you know? They were obviously fucking hammered. They were just being pieces of shit. They so were, anyways... They were us night two. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, but we weren't pieces of shit to anyone. No, you're right. These dudes were just assholes. They, they, at yeah, the end yeah. of the day, they were just pieces of shit. There was no reason for them to be assholes. They were just fucking assholes. So anyways, fucking dudes are pieces of shit. We're like, all right, cool. We're going to have... We're going to dip out. I wanted to say bye to the chick, Leslie. She wasn't there. So I was like, all right. Crispy's like, when the fuck did you become so nice? Because you like, you really, you really care how this bitch feels like, and, and it's like time to leave. Like we just need to leave. Fucking 
I'm like, all right, you're right, you're right, you're right. We dipped out. <laughs> you're right here. Fuck that bitch. You're right. We dipped out. Fucking, we're like now bargaining for taxis because taxi drivers over there are fucking cocksuckers and they try to overcharge you because they know you're American. Yeah. Dude, we get into a dude's taxi. It's fucking, he charges us $8. He originally said 10 We fucking got it down to 8 because we were bargaining because the trip really cost $5. Fucking, dude, gives, the whole he, he ride. Sp- he gives me a spiel about how He's a specific type of taxi driver, and the one that we got on the way here, they they, they don't deserve as much money, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whatever, my nigga. So then he gets us to eight, then the entire ride, he's just fucking telling me about how I'm crying about $2. I'm thinking to myself, my nigga, you could let me out right now. We could beat your ass, take your car, and drive ourselves to the fucking destination because it's our last night. And if I were to kill a Cuban person, it would have been the last night. Right. So get home. Everything's Gucci, pack. And uh, the next morning... We run through all our shit. We're like, you got everything. Good. Gone. Fucking go to the airport. Airport's nothing like America. Fucking super simple. Yeah. You, you just walk straight through. You, you, you literally walk just everything. walk through. You, there's no, there's no like nothing. You just walk through. Custom, TSA takes fucking two seconds. Customs, I, I now, customs is just checking you in America. They are not checking you in Cuba. Right, you, you could because like you, they think you're smuggling. You're not smuggling shit to Cuba, and if you are, I think that Cuba would probably be like, "All right, cool, bring it." Lit. Yeah, leave leave that here. Right, right, right. Forget it, please. America is the one that cares. We yeah. fucking so we get our flight. It was fucking beautiful. Uh, get back to America, United States. Fucking custom sucks dick. It's a fucking huge line. Um. Fucking Asian dude at customs. Just a cocksucker. Shouts out to you, deputy fuck fuck. Yo, I want to ask, why do customs people, like, always act like you're a fucking absolute criminal? Like, yo, bud, aren't, haven't you been doing this for quite some time? You don't know who the criminals are. It's their job. I, I, know, I, no, I know. I get I, it. I get I get. I get My what you thing mean, is, though. don't fuck with every single, like, yo, it's, I know, I'm not telling you to stereotype and judge people, but, like, Yo, when you do something for a long enough time, for instance, when when an old white lady walks into my job, I know that she's going to ask if we buy records because that's what old white people do. They try to sell shit. That guy should know exactly what the person that's smuggling shit looks like. It was neither one of us. Probably so. It was not us at all. Once you heard my fucking American accent. Game. Blouses. Yeah, you should have just been like, "Uh, that guy's not doing it. Fuck off, fuck off, Officer Chang. If you're talking to a guy that's name is like Miguel Tejada or some shit like that, and and is not an MLB player, and uh, and he has like a thick Cuban accent, and it seems like he's probably on a fucking work visa or some shit, check that guy. Yeah. Check him. That's probably him. Probably so. That's probably the guy. But the guy's like, what are you doing in fucking, what were you doing in Cuba? I'm like, oh, uh, support for the Cuban people. He's like... What do you mean support for the Cuban? I'm like, dude, there's 12 stipulations. That guy Denied. didn't even fucking. That guy didn't even know. He didn't <laughs> even know the deal. I'm like, I'm like, dog. There's 12 stipulations to be in Cuba. That's one of them. So, like, oh yeah, you know what? The only stipulation I know. You with your Arrested. friend or what? I'm like, yes, you know that. He went before me and he told 30, you that. Thirty thirty or what's going on? <laughs> Relax, Relax, Lee. <laughs> so yeah, we get back. We get through customs. I get a fucking nice Dunkin' large fucking frabba fuck fuck frabba fuck fuck, and uh. Get get outside. It's fucking 
probably like 73, right? 80 degrees. It feels like it feels like winter. It feels, it feels like amazing. fucking uh, a frozen tundra hit my yeah, face. Uh. But it was beautiful. Fucking that's the trip, guys. That's, that's the trip. <laughs> that's uh, the trip. Conclusion. Cuba kind of sucks dicks if you don't do the tourist shit. If you do the tourist shit, you'll love it. You'll but have you a can't good time. you actually can't go for that long. You go for Yo, if if that trip was like three or four days, and you're in Old Havana the whole time, beautiful. Oh my god, it's probably it's probably it's the perfect. greatest trip ever. Like people are probably like bragging about that trip for years. If that trip is seven days and you stay in Vedado in the fucking slums and you meet a guy named Miguel who tries to sell you fake blow, the trip's gonna go bad. It's not gonna be good. If you so, meet, if you meet Jordani, uh, I mean he will try to offer you some hookers as well, but he seems to have the cheap. Uh, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. So, I mean, there's always that. And if you meet Pedro, I want you to slap him up and tell him, what the fuck? Why didn't you come back at 2 to La Ramba? Yeah. That's it. And that's pretty much it, guys. So, uh, if you stayed for this whole discussion... See, this podcast was done for pretty much, like, friends that wondered how our trip went. Um, yeah, because I don't want to tell a story. Because my story always was like... It's all right. I mean, what do you mean it's all right? Uh, it was good and bad days. What were the bad days? And then I tell, explain the, the Miguel situation. Right. Just, you know, <laughs> everybody can hear about Miguel here. Mom, I hope you didn't hear this at all. Right. And, uh, and yeah, so we mainly did this for our fucking friends. If you made it through this whole podcast, I hope it was at least somewhat entertaining and enjoyable. Because if I were you, I probably wouldn't give a fuck about how our cuba trip went that's just being plain honest yep sorry about the fucking i have a dehumidifier on right now makes my fucking apartment nice and not fucking steamy and uh it probably went on throughout the whole podcast and i hope it wasn't too fucking loud because that would suck dicks um <laughs> aside from that like i said i hope you found some of this fucking funny i hope you found some of this entertaining i hope my life is the butt of your jokes from now on and i hope that you never experience the bad shit that I experience. I experience it so you don't have to experience it. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Right. So, so as to, I say, do not go to Cuba. Don't go to Cuba. And I say, go to Old Havana if you go to Cuba. If you go to Cuba, go to Old Havana. If you don't go to Cuba, you're not missing you're much. You're, just go to Like literally, you're not missing anything. You, go, like, to, go to, go to Washington, D.C. Go to Washington D.C. If you want to see fucking monuments and shit, like you want to see like Washington, oh, just go to Washington D.C. You want to lay on a beach and you want to pay for you know like the lobster that I was eating all week. Just you get the all inclusive. Yeah. Nice Dominican Republic beach. You find a nice girl there. You, right. Probably not a prostitute. Hopefully. Right. And you'll you'll probably have just as good of a time in Dominican Republic, if not better, with the all inclusive. Stay in the resorts. Just. Yeah, just stay in the resorts, guys. The tourists. Like no, I said don't before, don't B and B Republic. Right, the tourist spots are the tourist spots for a fucking reason. That's all I'm saying, and and we learned that. I, that's me going out of my way to try to get down with our culture and try to uh, understand Cuba, like the real Cuba. And what I took from that, and what I'm, what I will say is, the intelligent Cubans, and this is not obviously for all of them, and I'm not trying to fucking put them all in a box, but the intelligent Cubans got the fuck out of Cuba. The ones that are there seem to still not understand exactly the situation that they're in. Um, they don't realize how poor they are. A lot of them. A lot of them don't realize how poor they are. They don't recognize that they're being trapped there. It's a fucking very sad thing to see, especially when you see how fucking brainwashed a lot of people there are. Yeah, and if you meet the people who do want to leave, 
Uh, That's even sadder because, because they you can know just they tell that they're fucking trapped and they but know. They, yeah, they just can't. Shout out fucking Manuel at La Rampa. Shout out. Shout out, out Pedro when I met you at La Rampa. Pedro. Shout out fucking Osmani. Probably chill with him. The God. Um. Shout out to uh, fucking Hector. Shout That's the dude. Shout out Alejandro. Shout out to all our Cuban peoples. That'll never fucking hear this because the Wi-Fi is too expensive, and this went on for way, way too long. long. And shout out Maria, I'm gonna give you a shout out, but uh, day day three when we hit the beach and uh, you got a problem with the towels, yeah, you, you don't get a full shout out there. Yeah, Maria is is our uh, Airbnb hostess. Uh, she was staying in the. We had our own fucking room, but like it was part of their apartment, like I said before. And uh, Maria left a bunch of towels in a drawer. We took those towels to the beach because we said, hey. There's towels in this drawer. I guess these are for the beach because this is a fucking island. Correct. We take the towels to the beach. Everything's fine. Come back with the towels around us because we're fucking wet and shit. The lady is mad at us for using her towels without asking. Now, let me tell you guys something. And this is like the last bit of facts that I'm going to drop on you guys. A fucking cop there makes $40 a month. A doctor there makes $40 a month. This lady is making $500 in a week. And she's complaining about... I just cracked heavy. She's complaining about fucking towels that we are using for the beach. She has a washer and a dryer in her fucking place. She's complaining about towels. We just paid her more than a year's worth of salary for a doctor in Cuba. So Maria, I just want to let you know, you know, sniff the uh, sniff the the towel with the uh, the nice little fucking sunflower on it, the pink one. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't smell the same. <laughs> yeah, Maria, I rub my nuts on that one. <laughs> Anyways, subscribe to us on fucking Stitcher, on uh, iTunes and shit, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called. Word. Um, subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Follow us um, on Instagram. And uh, relay the message of Cuba as well. Yeah, relay the message of Cuba. If anyone like plans on fucking going, tell them the real. This deal. is like show, a perfect. Show. This is a perfect situation for you to just like if if one of your friends is like, hey, I want to go to Cuba. Just be like, yeah, yeah, hold on, listen to this shit because this will break it down for you how Cuba is. Because this is actually the real story of a Cuba trip that is not bullshit. We're not telling you that it was the greatest place on fucking earth. We're not telling you it was the worst place on earth. It it has its perks. But overall, Vedado in particular is a piece of shit. And we want you guys to know that. Facts. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Fucking, this has been another episode of the Just Some Average Guys podcast. We are signing out. This is Diggy Metro. This is Dirty 30. Peace out, guys. Peace.